us rejoice, everyone. Wasteland, an anime pod, is back. We're we're drenched and covered in the blood that is our savior, our messiah, Aaron Yeager. The true Oh boy. The true what 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 No, sorry, you, you continue. Just, I didn't mean to step oh, on your I mean, intro. No, nah, that's that's pretty much all I had to say. Uh I'm joined as always with the Prince of uh Disappointment, uh Crown Prince of Anime, the boy, the 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 young boy prince, Nathaniel Garofalo. Nathaniel, introduce yourself, please. Hey everyone. Uh it's your boy, Prince of Disappointment, Nathaniel Garofalo here. Uh what's crapping it, everyone? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh yeah. Uh big, your boy. Yeah. Oh, wait. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, big episode, big Sunday. Final. Yeah. Fi- Sundays are dead for another year. But we'll get into that. Oh, God. I mean, your calculations. <laughs> hey. You know, you, you've, I, been, you've been rocking that abacus all season. Every. You've been, yeah. Yeah. Every fucking week. I'm in here sounding the alarms. I see everyone online like, ah, it'll probably be fine. No. Yeah, it'll be all right. You fucks. I was right. And he tried to tell us. And but anyways, um, before we get into a little pop culture news, are you happy, Nathaniel? Your boy got a Grammy. All right. You see that your boy, Louie, he's uncanceled. He got his Grammy. <laughs> I didn't see this. A Grammy. Well, he f- got a Grammy for what? An album like a, uh, a, yeah, lo- a comedy uh, album or some shit. Hmm. I don't know. Great. But, but they told Bo Burnham that he wasn't allowed to submit his the little uh, thing that he did inside mm. for uh, mm. for Corona and all that. He said he wasn't allowed to. But Louis, oh no, by all means. <laughs> Entrez-vous, monsieur. Monsieur CK. So, so for, there you go. Well, I mean, I guess for the Bo Burnham thing, like there was an album that accompanied it, right? But I guess originally it was, it was, it was like a, yeah. a movie. So Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you want to, if you want to like, Give Louis his flowers by all means. Also, you got your pound of flesh. Our boy, well, my boy, Will Smith. He resigned from the academy, so he's no longer yeah, your boy, the assaulter who got uh, an Oscar. He slapped one man, and that we one one piece of shit man, one Chris we, Rock that we know of. Nah, you're right. You're right. I mean, he did have to go out to Bel Air after he got into a fight uh, yeah. in the early '90s. So there's probably some other victims there, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's a big day. It's a big day for uh, for Louis C.K. and uh, his supporters. It's about time, right? It's about, about time. time. It's about, about time. time. <laughs> I feel like that was someone like the scales were tipping. They're like, "All right, well, Will Smith he slapped a guy and he got an Oscar. We got to do something." Yeah, they, the they gra- threw Louis a bone. The, the Grammys were like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Everyone's focused on Will Smith and the Oscar. Let's just. We've been, Let's slip this in. We've been itching to give Louis this Grammy for years. I feel like they have, personally. Um, any uh, other than that, anything else going on in your world? Like, what are you up to these <sighs> days? Um, not a lot. Just fucking on that on that grind set. You know, the Sigma male grind set. Mm. You know, for sure. Just for sure. Drinking my whatever the fuck coffee. Your monster energy. Monster energies. You know, listen to my daily Joe Rogan. Uh, you have to. You have to. Just on that grind. Telling, telling yeah. women, like, don't even bother talking to me. Like, keep mm-hmm. it. Unless you're barefoot I, in the kitchen making my dinner. Like, yeah. I don't hear it. Like, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of the high value male, but 
I've heard I've, I've heard rumblings of it. Yeah, I, I've basically deduced that I am indeed a high value male, and um, someone had to say it, and it, I'm glad it's you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So this is my whole thing now. Um, just on that grind, you know. But yeah. I, I'm, you know, doing some drop shipping now. Ooh. Uh, definitely. Okay. Uh, buying buying real estate, crypto, getting some. <laughs> yeah, NF- I was gonna say you getting NFT- that crypto and that Bitcoin. Yeah, getting some N- NFTs going. Yes, yes. Uh, the Chad, Nathaniel, and the Virgin Dom bring you uh, <laughs> Wasteland and Anime Pod. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Here we are. So, okay, all right. That's uh, what's up. That's but, what's up. But what about what about you? Anything? No, new? no, yeah. nothing new. Just chilling at the house, like, nah, just watching content. Twenty four seven. It's content, content, mm. content. That's all I got going on. Um, as I alluded to, there's been nothing going on in social media other than the quote unquote slap. Mm. Um, still seeing a lot of takes left and right. Um, I've been trying to break off from that and watch some wholesome shit, some stuff that like Mm. brings me joy and makes me like laugh and smile. So yeah, I've just been, um, there's this show actually on, it's on HBO Max, but it's originally from like Cartoon Network and they just got it on HBO Max. It's called Craig of the Creek. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Okay. What's the the lowdown on it? It's essentially like a little like a kid and it's two besties and they're hanging out in the creek in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and hijinks ensue. It's basically an entire world. And in, like, you remember the show uh, Recess, right? Uh, it sounds familiar. I think so. Hold on, let me look it up. What are you talking about? It sounds familiar. What was your childhood if you weren't watching cartoons on Saturday morning? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I remember this. Okay. All right. I don't, Folks, who I, remembers I don't, Recess. I don't, think, I, I don't think I was a regular watcher, but I, I remember wow. it. You're the target demo, but... I digress. Either way, it's well, I was going to say it's essentially recess, but set in a neighborhood creek. So it's an entire like. I don't know how big this creek is, but it would in the in the scope of this cartoon, it's like seven city blocks. You Mm. have you have like the the sewer kids and they they run one part of the creek that leads into a sewer you have um this girl who controls all of the snacks and you have the upper echelon kids who like hold tea parties and they're the rich kids of the creek it's like these different like social layers and social settings of the creek and it's i don't know it's just a fun wholesome show Mm -hmm. and one thing that I really enjoy about it is that uh, the main character, he's a black kid and it like celebrates like black culture and everything, but it also shows like this kid who loves like his whole thing is he, he makes maps of the Creek and he, he sketches out like his whole thing is like, Oh, I discovered a new part of the Creek today. So he's like sketching stuff out. He's mapping things. He's like doing topography and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And he's got two best friends. One's this uh, young girl named Kelsey, who uh, is basically the muscle of the crew. And she's got like a PVC pipe sword mm-hmm. and this, this dumb um, 
like lovable oaf boy named JP who is just, I don't know. It's a whole thing, but I just love the entire, the setting of the Creek and how it, it knows its audience in that it's, it's build is something for kids. It's, mm, yeah. it's presented as something for kids, but it's got, it's got like an, a millennial type humor to it. And mm. I feel like it's made by millennials for millennials and their children. Right. You know, right. there's a lot of like late nineties, early two thousands references. It's, it's great. It's very fun. And I don't know, one day I just put it on and I was just vibing with it hard. So mm. I've been watching a lot of that lately. I've been getting into that. Nice. Yeah. I'm just kind of looking at it here. And yeah, that was going to be my question is like, <clears throat> Because it's hard to tell nowadays with like Western animation, like whether it's a full on for adults thing or one of those like mm, right, 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 half and half things. Like you think of something like Adventure Time, where it's like four kids, but like tons of older people. It's, it's like sort of like Adventure Time with like a step down. It's more for kids than mm. Adventure Time was, I think. Mm, okay, uh, yeah, but it still has like. For instance, there's a Heathcliff reference in one of the episodes mm. I saw, and there's no child today who's going to know who Heathcliff is. And as I was watching it, I was like, what? It blew my entire mind. Like it, it made my head melt mm -hmm. when I saw that reference. There was like a Missy Elliott uh, reference to her uh, I Can't Stand the Rain music video from like 1997 <laughs> when I was 10 years old. And I'm like, who the fuck is that's, this for? I mean, that's like the weird paradox you get with like, because once you're like old enough, like how millennials are now to be in charge of things and making shows for kids and stuff, it's like people our age who are creating stuff for kids they, they can't really like reference stuff right. like that's happening now for kids. Like they can't be out there making like Roblox reference references and shit. Like I don't even know what that is. Yeah. That, that's what <laughs> I'm saying is for the kids only. And like, we don't necessarily know that as much as we know our childhood and all the references right. we're going to put in are the shit that only the parents of the kids watching are going to. I, I do want to say one thing. I took my mom out to uh, the Oakland museum a couple weeks ago and uh we went out for like you remember how they used to have like the food trucks and live music and all that shit yeah i took her i was like hey mom you want to go do this thing uh you can drive out here i'll i'll treat yada 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 we go on a friday night y you remember how it used to be right mm -hmm. where it was like the entire city block yeah like, yeah. yeah now no two food trucks wow two yeah, she was making, like, my mom, she drove, she was making a turn onto uh, the street where the food trucks normally are. And I was like, yo, I don't know if you can go this way. Typically, uh, it's all, like, blocked off. Like, mm. we're going to have to make a U-turn. She turns, like, the entire street was, like, dark, except for two little trucks next to the museum. Mm. I was like, what the fuck? Man, this is wild. So we walk up, uh, and I'm like, oh, there, there are usually more trucks around the corner you know, in the, in the entrance, like right in front mm. of the entrance, we turn no fucking trucks whatsoever. No <laughs> live music, no drinks, no nothing. It's bad. Coronavirus, coronavirus has ruined the nightlife scene. I'll say that right now. For sure. Um, but what I was going to say is while we were walking through the museum, there's like this little board where 
it's like a timeline of whatever and you can you can write a like write something on a post-it and put it on a year and like mark mark the occasion of when something was done or created or left us yada 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 and one post-it said roblox was created and i saw that and i was like what the fuck is roblox <laughs> so you just said that it like jo- it wow. jogged my memory and i was just like huh all right so yeah yeah roblox uh i feel like we should get into it roblox like you and i we should start playing it's a video game for children what's it on i think kind of everything i mean i've never actually played it but it's it's like it's like a different flavor of minecraft as far as i Mm. understand can't (laughs) no yeah i'm out i'm out um hey fair enough i yeah. I was hoping you'd say that because I don't want to get into Roblox. But sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'm honestly surprised that like I just see so I mean, obviously, like we're still dealing with coronavirus in some way, but you wouldn't barely know about it. Like looking out at certain places, like I oh, yeah. I, I don't think we were on air when this happened, but we were recording for some something recently and I showed you a picture <laughs> that I took yeah, out, yeah, yeah. out my window, window and yeah. I live in an apartment kind of on a main street, not in Oakland, but like there was this whole fucking like beer and wine, like event just jam packed with people. It looked like probably as big as, um, what you're, what yeah, you're saying, exactly. how, how the thing outside of the Oakland museum used to look and people seem to not give a shit. So I'm surprised that they would Bruh. just say, fuck it. And we showed up to the museum. I was like, all right, two tickets, please. One adult, one senior. And uh, the woman behind the counter, she was like, okay, just need to see proof of vaccination. And mm. I was like, what? Because they rolled back a lot of shit. Yeah. And I had been keeping my vax card in my bag that I carry with me at all times. Mm-hmm. And before I left to like, before I left my apartment to go with my mom to the to the thing, I was like, am I gonna need my bag? Nah, I'm not gonna need it. Phone's fully charged, not gonna need my Vax card, got my wallet on me, I'm good. And she was like, Yeah, proof of vaccination. I was like, I don't have it. <laughs> Damn. And yeah. I and uh my mom, she didn't have hers, but she was like, I have it on my phone. Unfortunately, she's a boomer, which means she has too many fucking pictures on her goddamn phone. Ugh, I I have this exact story, but please continue. I was scrolling for so long, for so long, to the point <laughs> where we had gotten out of line to let other people behind us go. And they had already got their tickets and entered the museum and more time had passed and I was still scrolling. And I went back to the top because I thought I missed it. And then I scrolled past where I stopped. And the woman behind the counter was like, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I Oh, man. (laughs) We need the money. And she let us in. I I mean, hey, it makes sense. I God. Yeah. I mean, so mine, my story isn't that as bad. But so basically, like, uh, maybe like a month and a half ago or something, uh, I went to a movie with my dad in Berkeley and mm. we went to a little theater there and like some places I go and you don't need it. Some places you do. But so we came here and I wasn't expecting it just like you. They were like proof of vax. And I was like, oh shit. But, right. but luckily I have like 
it's not a photo of it, but I have an actual like digital card. Yeah. How the fuck do you get that? Well, I, there's a website you can go to. Um, and basically, I mean, I assume there's an equivalent for, uh, Android based devices, mm. but basically, okay. basically I went to a website. Why are you trying to drag me with no, my phone of choice? I, I'm I trying, mean- I'm trying to explain what happens. You, g- right. you go to this website. That's like a government website. You enter in like your social security number or something, and it sent. So it sent me uh, a thing, and it was just like, "Do you want to op- Do you want to add this to your wallet app?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did that. So we went. I went to this movie with my dad. I was like, "Oh, cool! I just got it on my wallet app." But my dad, like your mom, had a photo screenshot or like a just a. Yeah. I, I took a photo of it somewhere, and he wasn't scrolling for too long, but it was definitely like over a minute and a half. Of just Which is an eternity scrolling. in millennial yeah. time. And so luckily he has an iPhone too. I had like just done it recently. So I just went to the website for him and just got him the digital card. Man. But yeah, yeah, you can't be scrolling back for photos. Like, like there are just so many fucking screenshots of things. And I was, what are you? Oh, God damn it. And I like yeah. in my head, I'm not going to like chastise her because the woman said, like while uh, while we were standing there, and I was like, "Oh, I don't have mine." And my mom was like, "Oh, I have a picture of mine on my phone." And she was like, "Well," the woman behind the desk said, "Well, if you have yours and you can vouch for him, I'll let you guys in," which shouldn't be the case. That doesn't make all. any sense. But- None at all <laughs> does not. But I mean, she let us in regardless after the fact. So whatever. She, I mean, we could have been a super spreader event if there were enough people in the museum, but there weren't. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So she said that. But I was scrolling for so long and I was like cringing and just like the sweat was going and I was oh, just oh, like, yeah. where is this photo? And I just kept seeing pictures of like my nephew, my brother, my dad, my sister. And I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you taking so many pictures? And as we're driving home, she was telling me and I wanted to scream, but she was telling me how like... As you know, my brother's passed, but like one of the last things my brother taught her is how to screenshot things. And I was like, I wanted to fuck, like I wanted to punch my brother in that moment and she'd be like, teach her how to delete shit too while you're at it because she doesn't do that. All she does is like screenshot everything, but she doesn't, I forget what she called it. She didn't call it screenshot. She called it something else because she's a boomer. Yeah. So it is what it is. But uh, but I digress. Had a fun night. Love my mom. It was great. <laughs> it was cool to go out with her and spend some time with her. So yeah, that's that's sad. Um, let's get into some anime, guys. So we have we have quite a bit to get into. We have uh, Ranking of Kings season one. We have My Dress of Darling season one. Mm. We started season two of Fruits Basket. Uh, Our task was to get halfway. We also have the latest Attack on Titan. And uh, there were how many episodes did I give you for Dragon Ball Z? Four? Uh, Five? Five. Five Five. episodes. All right. So what are you feeling first? What do you want to get into? You're feeling fraud? You didn't leap. What's up? um, I mean... I I'm not I'm not totally sure. I know I know like I assume we'll talk about the big attack on Titan news like once we get mm. to it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So everyone who's wanting that like 
We'll hold, hold your horses. We'll, we're going to talk about the big news that broke this morning with Attack on Titan. Once Pretty big news. We, once we cover it at the end. So saving that for then. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, so I, I think I'd say my dress up darling was probably the sh- smallest amount of. Yeah. Only had a couple stuff. episodes to watch. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much it, it, it was more or less, I feel like. A, l- a little bit what we ran into with the whole like we just weren't like spacing things out enough with one right with like the ending of fruits basket season one where it was like there's only a small handful of episodes left um so with my dress up darling like i don't know yeah let's get into that let's go let's yeah, go i mean i yeah i don't know how much you have to say so basically i had like i had actually read ahead way back when we first of course you did. Started it. So like most of it I had already seen. So I just watched like the finale uh, in anime form just to kind of re-wrap my head around it. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't unlike the uh, Fruits Basket season one kind of like finale couple of episodes. Like this was mm. very much like very much just still committing to the very like the much more um there there was no like really heavy dire plot no not at all elements at play here it was really just kind of reinforcing uh the dynamic that the two have set up i mean we got like this kind of sweet so i mean basically so wait you didn't watch the second to last episode you just watched the last one well I mean, I, I didn't watch the anime adaptation of it, it, but I, okay. I read it. But you, I mean, you can jog my memory of what exactly happened. I'm trying to remember. Uh, they ended up at the Love Hotel. Oh, right. Oh, yes. And he put his arms around her waist. Oh, ah! Nathaniel, horny what? Mia is full, in full effect. It was too much. I was sitting here just like, <laughs> yo. The lead up to this whole love hotel thing was one thing. It was basically Gojo um, like talking about designing this new costume uh, for Kitagawa. And unfortunately, it's from this manga series that's it looked like it was more in like chibi style or something where you couldn't really see the full um, the full like dress of the of the character. You couldn't see the mm-hmm. full costume. Yeah. So it was mostly, um, or Gojo, he had to like figure out how to, um, come up with this creation mostly through his imagination and based on Kitagawa's body type and all like all this stuff. So it was, it was more him than it was the design for, for the first time ever, basically. And, <clears throat> He comes up with the costume or the cosplay, I should say, and Kitagawa is wearing it. And she's like, oh, I love it, blah, blah, blah. And I found a perfect spot for us to take photos. It looks exactly like uh, the protagonist of this uh, manga series. Like, it looks exactly like his uh, bedroom. I found and Gojo. He's like, oh, you found a studio? And she's like, yeah, I found a studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't even trip. Don't even trip, dog. Yeah, hell yeah. So... It turns out that, oh, oh, maybe that's in the finale. But either way, it turns out that Kitagawa, she she 
bought time like she rented a room at a love hotel and while i was watching this i was like love hotel what the fuck is a love hotel <laughs> i had to look that shit up and i wow. was like Ayo. um yeah so- i mean uh, yeah i mean i was much more familiar with them i guess oh, just because of were. my exposure to I don't know, just Japanese lifestyle and following people mm. who live over there and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, that that's like one thing that we definitely don't have uh, an equivalent uh, we, for. Here's and, the thing. We do, but it's not known. You know, like there are definitely places like that. Well, sure. But yeah, I mean, like Love Hotel and they don't. It's I, not out in the open. Yeah, like but it's out there. Yeah, like Love Hotels, it's it's very specific, and like they even have at Love Hotel, most Love Hotels, like a ba- basically most are set up with a system where you don't actually visually interact with anyone. Oh my god, and, that would make things so much better out here. Yeah, oh, and they man. and and like certain ones will have like um, catalogs of, of like sexy outfits and stuff that you can like. I don't like that. Pay Here's for it, and they'll catalogs, send it to your room. Like, well, like I don't want to touch the catalogs. Is what I'm saying. Like mm. that's disgusting. Fair like, enough. It's like a menu. Oh, uh, I feel like I gotta wash my hands when I touch a menu. Maybe especially if I'm maybe in they're digital. Hotel. I don't know. But I yeah, would it, hope so. It's basically yeah. So like in the West, we definitely have like places where it's like you're not coming here just to relax and stay. But you are coming there though. Yeah. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so in love hotels, it's much more like we know why you're here and we have all these amenities to support that which is very shocking to me only because of how repressed or quote unquote repressed uh westerners americans believe japanese culture to be you Mm -hmm. know that i mean over here in this puritanical uh nation that is america it's all hush hush like sex work isn't even legal in every state it's it's very wild to me you know mm-hmm. and over in japan they're like no we have designated areas we have love hotels like do whatever you want pay your money and like be about your business love that that's all i'm saying yeah i think uh i think it'd be a game changer for all the young couples of the world because like where where do you go when uh, as you know, I mean, when we worked in retail, a lot of people went behind our retail establishment in in their car. There, mm. there was a couple times I saw people like getting busy, you know. And I'm Damn. like, hey, do what you got to do, you know. Yeah, gotta park. <sighs> gotta park somewhere. That's what I always right? say. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, so that's the love hotel part of it. But yeah, I mean, like, how are you? You you had a strong reaction to the whole. Yes. I mean, like, yes. I, I don't understand. Like, yeah, I mean, Gojo was just so like, uh, hey, I got a great idea. Just hop on. Uh, I'm like, how do you not? He how- was caught up in the moment, Nathaniel. I know, but Gojo is such a like prude, like reserved man who's like ashamed of everything. And for him to be like caught up in the moment so hard that he's just like, straddle me. <laughs> just go ahead and go ahead and straddle well, me. This would be a said, great idea. Hop on my stomach. He said that. <laughs> Kitagawa, sure. she did not go. 
she did not hop on his stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she hopped was uh, decidedly lower. And I mean, she did that. Sh- she did that shit on purpose. She. Oh yeah, for she sure, one hundred percent. And I'm not. I'm not blaming her because, like, the girl knew what she wanted. They. Yeah. Ah, the vibes are there between those two. Yeah. And it's killing me watching it. Yeah. Every. Oh my god. I. I feel like Kate Tagawa while she's watching her show go shit, and I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, she brushed. She brushed his head, and he. He like he looked at her in a certain way, and she saw it. I'm. I'm feeling some type of way. Like my heart's mm. fluttering with these two. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I mean, man. I mean, who? Yeah, who can blame her? He's got those like strong big like craftsman hands he's got the hands <laughs> of a craftsman and, right, and, right, and they're right. just and they're just wrapped around her and uh, yeah i mean it's it's wild these two got to get got to get their shit figured out but i i, I haven't read really past this in the manga Good. so piece but, of shit but yeah the the thing is is i think i mentioned this the last time we talked about it but Essentially, this season one, these 12 episodes basically adapted like half of where the manga is. So there's only like, as of right this moment, there's really only like one more season's worth of manga out there. So I don't really, I don't, I don't really know what I will. What I was going to say is I feel like this is all built on the will they, won't they type situation and it's pretty like clear that they will it's just a matter of like how comfortable they both are in finding each other and how they like like blend their romance into their friendship that type of thing Mm -hmm. so i don't know how much like how much longevity that has because once you get the couple together that's when like half the battle is already won so Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would like, I think in a perfect world, yeah, because that, and I definitely feel like we were kind of talking about this again, like when we talked about uh, my dress up darling the first time, was basically how a lot of these series, or at least the ones I've been exposed to, it kind of, I was shitting specifically on, uh, uh, rent a girlfriend just because it just keeps uh, going and hey, going. You were telling me nothing but great things about rent a girlfriend. You're like, oh, Be- you gotta get in on this because <sighs> there were good. I, I, after after a specific arc, it I I believe I'm stating explicitly that I think it's fallen off. Okay, but but anyways, it's it like rent a girlfriend is in a place where it's like. It's just so blue balls like every single mm. time. But what's more and what's even more annoying about Rent a Girlfriend's dynamic between the main two, unlike uh unlike Gojo and uh Kitagawa, like they've both admitted to themselves more or less oh, th- yeah. that they like the other person. With Rent a Girlfriend, the main character, like he's like, I'm in love with her, it's great. Uh and but I can't admit it to her and she can't admit it to herself but it's like clear that she does so we're like 250 something fucking chapters into that thing and she just can't even admit to herself that she likes him so with these two in uh my dress of darling like at least they both know it they just are too 
shy yeah. to, to, to let it out. So I, my hope for it, and I haven't looked too much into like the production of the manga or like if anything really is known about it, but I would hope that it would, it's not going to be like a super long running series. Like I, I would almost right, right. hope that it like wraps up in a timely manner. So it preserves that thing about it because if it were two seasons i would be fine with that because i'm getting a great story in season one with them like ramping up to even acknowledging well not acknowledging because they acknowledged that they had feelings for each other but the fact that and we can get to when we get to it but kitsugawa she says it aloud to gojo even though he's asleep and she knows that but like if we if that's the endpoint to season one and the endpoint or the journey of season two is them like really coming together as a couple and the final moments is them like accepting one another, I'd be fine with that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this this entire series up until this point has been them like dancing around the subject. And if season two is them accepting the subject of them having feelings for each other and trying to find a place for each other in their world as now like a partner, that's completely different. And I'm here for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I was trying. Oh, I was just going to ask if you could refresh my memory. Uh, Horimiya was, that was like 24 episodes, right? No, I think it was only 12 or 13. Really? Okay. It felt longer. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, cause that's kind of the thing to refresh everyone's memory back when we covered that much like this, I was reading the manga version of Horimiya and you were reading, um, or you were watching anime. the anime and I didn't do that much research at first. Cause I was trying to get really confused because the manga is like 129 chapters or something. Mm. And I was like, I'll just read the manga until I'm caught up with season one of the anime. And I kept reading and reading and kept checking in with the anime. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And I realized that basically that adaptation just condensed all 129 chapters into 12 episodes. So it was like very highly condensed. Condensed. So that's probably why it felt much longer than it was, I guess. But um, I can see that. But yeah, I mean, I, I was just, um, I was trying to look up more about the manga. I can't really, it's, it says it's still, uh, running hmm. right, right currently. So it's kind of hard to know, but yeah, I mean, if like, I, I think this season one, uh, did pretty well. I mean, a lot of people were talking about it, so I would imagine it's going to get a season two. <sighs> It had fucking better. There's no way it can't. It I, looks beautiful. Yeah. I I got the I got the little flutter in my heart whenever mm. I see Kitagawa and Gojo on the screen together. It's just so perfect. And I don't know. I just need more of it. Is all I'm saying, man. Yeah. This this goddamn show it snuck up on me, and I love it. I love oh, every minute of it. For sure. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. I mean. So while that love hotel. Mm. episode was more like oh my god physical yeah. and like sexual I, I i really liked the kind of juxtaposition between yes! that and the the, the fireworks. actual the actual finale episode like this was all just wholesome vibes like there was no lewd sexual stuff really um, right right it, it, right it was all just sort of like gojo's chilling and i i love it starts and he's seeing the fireworks in the distance and then 
she calls him over. They're watching they're watching Cha- Texas Chainsaw Massacre together. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't exactly that. It was something yeah. akin to it with like heavy illusions Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I don't know. It's like that weird midpoint where you're hanging out with someone mm-hmm. that you know you like. Yeah. You're not exactly sure if they like you back, but there are vibes there. Mm. And it's the two of them doing something that could easily be done with a friend and easily be done with a significant other. So it's mm-hmm. like in that middle ground and watching a scary movie with a friend, you're like, you're sitting back, you're laughing, you're like talking about a bunch of shit, sitting back la- or sitting back and watching it with a significant other. There's a completely different vibe. Maybe you put your arm around that person just like to comfort them and all that. So, like the fact that they were both sitting there and Kitagawa, she's like scared witless and like just in her body, just like trying to keep it cool and not seem like a baby in front of Gojo when she, when she suggested the scary movie and mm-hmm. Gojo, he's like, I'm not really into that type of stuff. But then by the end of it, he's like, Oh my God, we got to <laughs> rewind. Like, Oh, how did they get these fabrics? How did they do this? How did they do that? I was so, I was like, yo, this is, and I don't know, this is like, it's when you're into something so much and you begin to geek out about it in front of someone who mm-hmm. could potentially be your significant other, but you're so wrapped up in what it is and you don't necessarily notice that you're doing it. But then later on, maybe down the line, they tell you like, Oh my God, you were so cute when mm, this happened. Right. You know, you've had <laughs> moments like that. And I know I've had moments like that. Yeah. Like my girlfriend has told me so many times we'll be watching a show and I like break down or like I give her like these little tidbits. I'm like, oh, you know, this actor, yada, yada, yada. And, and like this happened because I love listening to like director and writer commentaries about shit. And I'll, I'll stop myself and I'm like, oh, sorry, we're watching. And she's like, no, 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 I love that. Tell me more. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. it's great because I feel like that's a moment where that's going to be like a lint, not necessarily a linchpin in their, in their relationship, but it's going to be something that she understands when she's watching a movie with Gojo in the future, if they do succeed as a couple where she's just going to know, like, if we're watching something, he's going to be getting something completely different out of this. He's not scared because he's looking at all the fabrics. You know what I mean? He's like mm. trying to figure out how they got the textures on that dress or uh, how they uh, bloodied up that blouse without it like seeping through and ruining the fabric, that type of shit. So watching that moment, it I don't know, it really spoke to me and I, I really enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah. And then we kind of get them, the two of them, uh, what, what were they, they were like at their, at their school, just like walking around and no one was there. Right. Right. I'm trying to remember what they were doing there exactly. But you know, he, he has this moment where he was helping her study for a little bit. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Her studying was like a pretty big part of, uh, that final episode, but Basically, they were alone at the school and, you know, she has this moment where she falls in the pool, the school's uh, pool, and yeah. he, he jumps in and helps her out. Um, but yeah, it's basically all leading up to like she invites him to this uh, 
fireworks festival and he has this whole thing of like i've never been invited like i've always watched it from my bedroom window yeah watched it from my bedroom window and he has this really great kind of emotional moment for himself like once they're actually in it in the midst of the fireworks and everything and i i think it was a great moment because the last time we were talking about dress up darling I think I was saying, and we were both agreeing how like, you know, uh, Kitagawa is a lot more, you know, outgoing and able to kind of, you know, she's a lot more sure of herself and who she is. And Gojo is, uh, you know, I was hoping that Gojo would have this journey where he's able to finally kind of open up, um, and become not necessarily more of a social person and that he's suddenly going to turn into an extrovert, but just be able to have new experiences and become more like self-assured and things like that. And it just seemed like this was a nice little moment and kind of like step in that direction, like being amongst, like, I think he was even saying like, being among like seeing all these people being amongst everyone like out in the public and obviously being there with uh kitagawa and everything was just like a big deal for him yeah oh oh, god damn it i loved all of it i loved all of it i was i'm just so pleased yeah and and that and then at the end of the festival they're sitting there she's like oh i can barely walk and i'm like yes Let's go. Like, hop <laughs> let's, on, let's hop, go. Hop, hop on Gojo's back. We all know what this means. And they're, oh man. And then, but I mean, like, you think it can't get any better. And then they're, she can't sleep. And, and, and she wants to, like, and this is another thing, like you were saying earlier. I feel like everyone's had this at once in their yes. life. Yes. Where, where you're, you're a young couple or whatever. And all you can do is really be on the phone together. And sometimes you just want to like be with the person and not have this pressure to really say a lot of things. You're just kind of existing there with them. And and you're just, you're talking nonsense. It's nothing important. It's, it's like one, 2 AM in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're in bed, you're dozing off. They're talking, they're dozing off. And you guys are just like, you're jibber jabber and nothing's really being said, but it's a moment that you both like want to share with each other. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. something that if you went to bed without speaking to them, it would feel wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And that's sort of what Kitagawa says. She, I just, I just wanted to hear your voice. I just wanted to talk to you for a little bit. And, oh, and hearing the- that alone. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this was a pretty big thing for Kitagawa just because they're having their whole little thing. Gojo's exhausted. He falls asleep. She's just like... Talking all, into the ether. Yeah, but she's like loving it. She's like, look yeah. at him. He, he's falling asleep. Yeah. But she just in that moment is like, I, I have a moment where I can like verbally say this out loud. Yeah, no and pressure. It, and it's like, yeah, it's a way to say this with no pressure. And she's just, and she says, I love you to Gojo through the phone. <sighs> and she's just so, she looks so content and so everything. And I'm like, 
this, I gotta, I gotta see this in person. I, I, I gotta have Gojo there. I gotta have mm, his like mm, flabbergasted mm. look, but then I want him to be like swallow and be like, I love you too. That's what I want. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to tell her mm. without having remembered any of this because he's asleep. So, but I'm just thinking like, there's going to only because like he, he's been just like so enamored with her from the get go. You know mm. what I mean? He's been so yeah. perplexed by her and she's like, oh, you like he's had blue balls this entire season. Which, hold on, by the way, in uh, the second to last episode where they were at the Love Hotel and they left and all that shit, and what, right before they left, he had, like, grabbed her hips, and there was that whole thing with them on the bed, and she had to, like, slide off of him, and he went back home, and he was, like, hitting his forehead over and over and over again. Mm. Was he beating off in that moment? <laughs> Well, he was like, Kitagawa, Kitagawa, Kitagawa. Or was he like trying not to? I I was very, I was just like, what, what's going on here? Is he mm. like, does he have eternal blue balls or is he like, just like blasting off right there? Just bread rocket all day. I would bet that he's like too embarrassed mm. to do that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're like, probably right. Like Gojo's just the kind of guy where he'd be like, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, ah, oh, I, I, I want to save that kind of thing until until I'm married or something. Like not even any sexual contact of any type. Like he's just like self-inflicted celibacy, like no anything until I, I could mm. just I could see that from him. Like he's just a very traditional boy. You know, I don't I know. I can see that. Yeah, may, yeah, yeah. May, maybe not. Maybe he's going to town every single night after they <laughs> hang out. But man, I don't. I, he seems like, no. There's no way he is because he just seems like he's like pent up. You know. Oh at yeah. Every moment of every day, and finding out that she's a model and all that stuff, it just it sent him over the moon. So, mm-hmm. in that moment where, like, yo, we normally say. Like, oh, it's getting dusty in here. Like, oh, someone's cutting onions mm-hmm. when something touching is happening. That moment in the love hotel when he grabbed her by the waist and there was like uh, the rocking of the bed. It was getting chubby in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. And I just started doing push-ups. I was like, oh, oh got to work this off. But uh it was yeah. very, it was, I don't know. So here we are in the last episode and they're laying like they're almost mirror images where they're laying in their little twin size beds. Mm-hmm. They're on the phone with one another. And like you said, they're, they're, they're just talking. Nothing's really being said. They're just going over like, oh, this summer is great. What do you think school's going to be like? All the shit. And then Keith Gawa, she finally like realizes Gojo's falling asleep. And she says, like, I love you. So, man, I'm hoping, I'm thinking, like, now that she said, well, here's the thing. She's been, like, she's been yearning and wanting for him to make that move. 
So I feel like it has to be him in season two to like come to that realization to to mm-hmm. verbalize it because yeah. Kitagawa's already verbalized it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, she's definitely the type of girl it seems like where she'd really love it if Gojo could like take charge and like really right display his feelings but yeah it just makes me nervous because i'm like man it's gonna take a lot of work to get gojo to that place because i mean we already saw earlier in the season where he's like i can't even be present while you try on certain certain cosplay outfits like he he's like well in his defense i mean kitagawa she looks the way she looks and yeah i mean She's very like open with her body and everything. And that's just not something Gojo's used to because this is ostensibly like his first friend, if not his first uh, friend who's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imagine any like young dude's first friend is not just some guy. It's a fucking like knockout knockout model model. and she wants and she wants to get like half naked around you like all day every day right and then (laughs) have you take her measurements (laughs) yeah no yeah so you know what props to gojo he's handling he's handling this all well he's doing the lord's work right now he's doing his very best but yeah i mean i can't wait to see more i'm loving everything that i have seen thus Mm -hmm. far it's it's honestly like one of my favorites that i've seen in the past uh, year. I don't know if it's topping Horimiya, but it's up there. Yeah, I mean... I Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fault you for saying that you're into it more than Horimiya, just because I, I definitely, again, feel like the anime adaptation was definitely, like, the stunted version uh. of that series. Like, <laughs> Right, right. I, I definitely really enjoyed the whole, like manga horimiya experience it was but yeah it's it's just a different type of experience but no i mean th- this was great and like you i think you kind of mentioned a little bit like the animation was great top notch very, top v- notch very good cloverworks yeah. shout out Ooh, um, okay um but yeah i think that might put a cap on my dress up darling until uh next season Hopefully. Right, um, right, right. And now now it's just a game of what's going to come out first. Hor- uh, My Dress Up Darling Season 2 or Attack on Titans Final Season 4 Part 3.6. <laughs> oh, man. Which one's going to come out first? We'll get there. We'll talk about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, what? okay, all right. So, man. Ranking we, of Kings or we, DBZ? Oh, my God. We, we had a lot to watch this week. Uh, yeah, and we got through all of it. Oh boy. Um or did we? Uh I, I could go either way. Uh what do you think? Let's go ranking of kings. Alrighty. Because I feel like you'll have more to say about ranking of kings than I do. Hmm. Okay. Um well, I mean, so yeah, I mean that's interesting. I, I feel like that kind of tells me that. Because the last time we talked about it, you were like pretty middling on it. And it seems like the finale or the last stretch didn't really change your tune on it. It didn't stick the landing for me. It was fine. Hmm. But that's the thing. It was fine whilst 
like it was it was good in the beginning and then it was fine towards the middle and then it was fine towards the end. There mm. wasn't anything that really like what was there anything knocked my socks off? Was there anything you were like really hoping for or like from like um, the like yeah, I think so. I think it was more so that I was hoping more for like more development from Boji whereas and here's a here's a struggle mm. I feel like um Ranking of Kings has it's that because you have a character who is deaf and mute there's all these other people around you telling you what Boji is thinking or what Boji is going to do next. Mm. And I don't know. It just didn't feel, I, I wasn't like emotionally invested in anything really that Boji was doing for the most part. Like hmm. then you get everything with Daisha and uh, King boss. I was just like, I don't I, know. I, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't really emotionally invested for it. I guess that's my main takeaway. Yeah, I definitely get that. I will say that like, okay. So for one, I wasn't as bothered with the whole silent protagonist thing. Like I really like Boji, but I definitely get where you're coming from with having a more, having a kid, like you wanting a character that's more, that's just able to verbalize everything themselves. That's not not to say like, I need them to speak necessarily, but maybe there can be more thought into their actions or there can be more time spent on like on their, their thought process to begin with, because it's just, you, you see Boji do something and then it's Kage narrating what he's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know, it would, it would be, be like, I'm going to take it back to like uh, a Buffy, uh, the vampire slayer hush type situation where no one could speak that won a bunch of awards. It's like top notch in terms of like fan fan reaction. Mm -hmm. I don't mind when characters have no voice. I don't mind when I don't know what the character is necessarily going to do next. Mm -hmm. I mind when I don't know what they're thinking. And with Boji, I didn't necessarily know what he was thinking. Like, I know that he wants to get back to his kingdom and defeat his father, brother, like hybrid type situation. But there's like the, I don't know. It, I'm just getting everything from everyone else, from Domus, from, from Kage, from who, mm. who was the mustachioed man who taught him to sword fight? What was his name? Oh, Despa was it Despa? Yeah, it was yeah. either Desha or Despa. Yeah, Desha, Desha. Yeah, I'm getting shit from Desha, and it's just I don't know. I didn't yeah. feel connected enough mm. to Boji for me to really like feel any any type of connection or any resonance with the story as it as it progressed. Like while I was watching it, I was just like, I'm I. I feel like I'm being told a fairy tale and that's fine, but I have no emotional connection to the protagonist of this fairy tale. Hmm. That's, that was my main takeaway. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I get all that. Um, I, I mean, I think it is an interesting thing that you kind of bring up where 
I don't know. Cause it's like you're describing when you're describing like, you know, you didn't love that you have all these other characters kind of verbalizing things, but I don't, I feel like that's whether you have in anime specifically, like whether you have a main character who can talk or not, it seems like that's just kind of like the MO with everything. Like everyone's externalizing everything all the time. So I, I guess just because of that, I never really felt like, but I mean, at the same time, it's weird. Like for me with ranking of Kings as a whole, I don't know that I would say, I just don't know if it's the type of series where I'm like deeply emotionally connected to any one oh. character or thing. It's more of okay. like, for me, it was more of an experience of like, Boji's so adorable and I love him and Kage <laughs> together. Like they're, yeah, they're, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like they're, they're just like a really sweet couple, a, a really sweet duo. And I'm just kind of here for the fairy tale whimsy of it all. Like, yeah. And I, I feel like that's just sort of where I ultimately just was on that wavelength with it, I guess, where, yeah, it just, the, yeah. In the first few episodes, that's where I was too. Hmm. Especially when you told me like, he's got this weird amorphous blob type companion. I was like, okay, let me see where this is going. And then, Kage hits the scene and he's he's standing up for Boji like every every other episode. He's like, Boji's my guy. You stay the fuck away from him. yada, yada, yada. And there's this bond between them. And like even to the fact where uh, there's some point where uh, someone's trying to speak to Boji and Kage says like he speaks for Boji. Mm-hmm. And the person speaking to Boji's like, you can understand him. And Kage's like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I can, I can understand them perfectly. I love that. I love that moment. And I, I enjoy their friendship and their companionship and their bond. But at a certain point, that wasn't enough for me to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just enjoy yeah. the show. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. I feel like, I don't know. I definitely think there are things about, cause I didn't, this was like a series where I just watched the anime. I didn't read the web comic right. or anything, but I would, I don't know. Maybe I'd be curious to read that. It's not anywhere near a top priority for me at this point, but I, I, maybe I do feel though, for me with this season one, I feel like maybe 23 episodes is too long for this. Thank you. Um, yeah. Because, Dragged on a bit. Because there there were a lot of elements, especially towards the end, where I was starting to feel like this is getting, this like simple fairy tale is starting to feel like pretty convoluted. Like, t- yeah, t- towards the end with all the like- What was the mirror lady's name? What was her name? Uh, Miranjo. Oh my God, the Miranjo of it all. It was, yeah. I Like, I'll, I'll totally grant that. Like, that was the stuff that- wasn't totally landing for me super like well. 18. I could have done with 16 to yeah. 18 episodes and I would yeah. have been good. I, I, I think I definitely agree there. Like it, it was at a point just, yeah. And, and especially towards the end, there was like a couple episodes where it's like, everyone's at the kingdom. And then they're like, oh, well, we really need to be in the underworld right now. Huh. And then they just kind of like got there instantly somehow spent uh. spent like 30 minutes there and they're like okay let's go all the way back to the kingdom and then they're just back at the kingdom 
Not or, the- or everyone is gravely injured. Like they they put their lives on the line. They they go and they try to fight and protect um, Prince Boji, and they do all this other shit, and they're gravely injured, and then someone touches the ground or like touches their body and then boom restored to life and it's like oh shit we're good let's go and I, it, yeah all right that so me. well for one I, I i do agree that that was weird but we're oh. we're, we're watching dragon ball z so ah, I, I, knew it. I knew it i knew it i knew it i knew it you're gonna bring no, up the zinsu beans look, uh, <laughs> Look, at dragon, least it's a bean, Nathaniel. The, it's a bean oh, that's yes, grown. Thank God, it's it, not it, just someone touching. And but here's the thing: it works so you much better up, when it's a bean. No, you bring up one person who has this power, like Queen uh, Hilling or whatever her name is. Mm. She has this power, and then she says, "Like I'm spent. I can't do that anymore." Mm-hmm. So there's stakes, and then someone else is just like, "Boom, but, I got it." But the uh, look, I. Uh, I'm not totally here to defend the healing. I do agree on some of it, but that was one critique. Just, yeah, just, just to be clear for the other healing moment, unless I'm forgetting something, it was, uh, her Daisha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it was her son, but inhabited by, uh, the King King boss. Yeah. King boss, but he was able to do it because he, the body is uh, the queen's son, but I, 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 sure. I do agree that it was getting out of hand at a certain point. Like everyone was getting like revived and I was like, okay, this is especially because we saw like people lose limbs and lose eyes and there were stakes before. And I thought that was a great part of the story is we're, we're telling a fantasy tale, but it's still sort of rooted in like, there are consequences to actions. You know, people are getting hurt. Um, You know, like there were, there were the big four and there, there was that one beefy guy who lost his eye, you yeah. know, and that can, that sustained for the entirety of the season and he right. lost a foot. Like, so uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think my ultimate kind of take at the end of it all is I do think for me, there was a lot to enjoy here. There's a lot I did enjoy, but my biggest critique is if I could distill into one kind of thought, I, I think that ultimately there was too, I, I think ultimately I just felt there was too many, it was trying to juggle too many things at once. Sure. Like, yeah, especially it congeals kind of at the end where it's like you have like the whole Daisha thing and the underworld plot going on. Like every single character has their own little plot line. And it just, it kind of feels like it, it was all sort of stepping over it itself and then yeah all, all the Miranjo stuff it's like it just felt too it felt like it was a little too much and i think so I, I think, think it, well i was gonna say i think this is an epic and it's it's one of two things like this should have been told either like very succinct seasons y- yeah you know? that's that that's basically yeah. what i was just gonna say is like it, it almost feels like if you took the original Lord of the Rings trilogy and like put it into one movie right, or something, right, right. like, yeah. So yeah, that's I, what, I, yeah. Yeah. It, I hate it, Lord of the Rings. You love it. It is what it is. Sure. But yeah, in terms of like a big fantasy epic, that's trying to do all these things with all these different characters across all these different areas. It felt like definitely a lot 
for 23 episodes. And yeah, I think if this was like maybe three 12 season or, or 12, 12 episode episodes seasons, seasons yeah, like that. For sure. But, but I don't know. I, I, and again, it's hard for me to say, cause I don't know how faithful this is being to mm. like the web comics or how adapted it is that I can't really speak to. All I can speak to is like what we know from the anime. Um, yeah. so that's all I can really say, but ultimately I, I think that this is like, at the very least, it's an interesting example of anime presenting itself in, you, you just don't see anime that look right, like this right. every day and kind of operate this way. So definitely, it, it was at least refreshing to see it just interesting in, in, in that sense, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Kudos for for them, like, striking out and doing something different art-wise. Um, but I would have I would have really enjoyed to see, like, a shorter season and not necessarily to, like, cut down on the storytelling, but like we said, to, like, have smaller, like, smaller uh, parts told over, like, three seasons. I feel like that would have been mm-hmm. perfect, but I feel like it's coming back for season two. Everything I'm hearing from uh, like YouTubers and whatnot, everyone loves season one. Like it's mm-hmm. it's getting ten out of ten across the board. People are like, oh fuck yeah, ah oh, ranking of kings, ah, and they're jacking off to it and everything, and that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Well, Do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean. It- didn't you say like people were like weeping at the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie? Yeah. I thought you said yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. people people out there. They, the, they the, have strong feelings. These weebs have strong feelings. Maybe we're just dead inside. Do you I, feel like that's what it is? I don't know. It has I mean, to be. I, I, look, I, I think Boji and Kage, like I said, are adorable. It's a really, it's a really fun duo to watch. I don't know that I'm out here like I'm seeing Boji like cosplay left and right. I'm seeing Boji uh um fan art. I'm I'm just seeing a lot of people like Prince Boji's my guy, like he's he's the number one anime protagonist right now. And I'm just like, okay. You know. All right. It's there's no there's no subtlety with uh with weebs. It's it's like all yeah, or, it's, it's all or nothing. It's all That's or nothing. True. It's like life or death, so yeah. Yeah, can't take, sure. You can't take any of it too seriously. That's facts. All right. All right. Before <sighs> we end this, well, not end it, but before we get into the main event, as it were, I suppose we should get into some classic anime. Mm-hmm. We still Hold got on. we still got Fruits Basket, though, right? Holy shit. We watched too much stuff this week. I, I, that's, what, that's what I'm ah, fucking saying. I, I was like God dying. damn it. I, I was like dying on Friday. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I got a Friday. Lot. Geez. Yeah, no, I watched a bunch of this on Friday and then I watched most of this on Saturday. But God damn it. All right. Let's go Fruits Basket. <laughs> let's go Fruits Basket. Season two. Here we are. Um, now, here's a Blue Balls anime if I ever seen one because... You got, uh, what's his name? Yasuke? Is that his name? Is, what, what, what's the little mouse's name? What's his name? Yuki? Yuki. Who's Yasuke? Yeah. Where did I get Yasuke from? Yasuke, it's from know. another anime. I know that. Yuki, that little punk bitch, coming up to my girl Toru Honda in the stairwell uh, as summer break is starting, and he's like, ooh, maybe I'll kidnap you. <laughs> and 
here we are. It's summer break. They're going to the beach house. It's all the somas. I ain't got time for it, man, because Kyo and Toru, I, they had that, yeah. that crushing, I, beautiful scene in the rain. She saw his true form and she accepted him. What more is there to speak about? What are I, we even talking about at this point? I, yeah, I mean, this was something I was concerned about for you, and I didn't verbalize it on the for podcast. Me? Well, hold on, hold on. My whole th- I, I and I look, I, I didn't say this on the air because I guess maybe mm. I wasn't thinking about it in the moment. But like afterwards, I was thinking, you know, because you were saying last week, man, they uh, uh, Toru and uh, Kyo had this like epic moment. It was crazy. They have all this development. And you you were saying on the podcast last week, I almost start like I just can't wait to get into season two. And in my head, I'm like, I doubt that they're I, I bet they're gonna oh, take no, no. like no, no. Yeah, no. I'm I knew that they were gonna do this. Okay. My whole thing was I couldn't wait to get into season two because like we end on that. Like I needed to know what happened next. Me taking almost a week off like in between to watch like mm. them just revert well not revert back exactly to square one but to see Toru be like conflicted between the two that was more agonizing than actually like taking the week off was more agonizing than watching Toru go back to the mm. almost square one okay fair enough yeah, yeah yeah that's what I was saying um because like there's still there's still progression between Kyo and Toru. Like there's still a lot of progression between those two. My my like anger and like annoyance comes from the Yuki of it all. Like him being and we can get into it, but him being the little boy with the hat. And then we find out that Kyo ran into her mother, uh uh, Toru's mother and also spied on Toru when she was a little kid and he had like some some thing for her when they were so they both been watching her and like <laughs> lusting after her since she was a little kid so that's a that's a whole nother thing but I was just I was just very taken aback with the fact that we had all this progression between Kyo and Toru, and there's there's like almost no memory of it, except for when there is. And when there is, it means everything to me. You know, when I'm seeing it, I'm just like, yes. But I, if if it were me, that would be all I would be on. You know, I, that that's everything that I grasp onto. But yeah. I forget that Toru, she's like got this big heart, and she cares about all the somas and all this other shit. And I'm just like, there's so much more with Kyo. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, yeah, for me, it's, it's hard. Cause like her having the big heart and caring about the other Somas makes sense to me and I don't mind it, but it's, it's, it's just, it's getting to a point for me where anytime there's like significant, uh, like airtime, with her and Yuki oh. de- developing this kind of, like it's just like circling around the romance of it all and whatever and all these feelings. It's that where I'm like, look, I'm, I'm done with Yuki and Toru. Like it's, it's Kyo. Like I, I, I in my head, I'm like, it's Kyo. They've so, done too much work. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the thing. So it, it's, they've done too much. 
So it's at the point where if she's helping out other somas, I'm like, okay, I don't really see a romance thing here. It's just sure. her. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's specifically any scene that we watched in this first half of season two where it's like her and Yuki and they're having these conversations and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't even want to look at this because in my I head, was, I'm like, it's it's not even a competition. It's just like. I was watching with the girlfriend and she was like, oh, I'm conflicted. And no. I was fighting back. <laughs> I was biting my tongue. But what I wanted to say is, the fuck are you conflicted about? Are you kidding yeah. me, right? Or are you kidding me? We saw Kyo, like we everything we saw at the end of season one means that she and Kyo need need to be together. They are meant to be together. Like Yuki, get the fuck out of here with this Yuki bullshit. Yeah. I'm so yeah. I, I, I simply just said, I was like, yeah, I'm not conflicted at all. I'm sorry. No, it's it's Kyo and Toru for me, like all day. <laughs> I I got no there's no place yeah. in my heart for Yuki. The only place I have in my heart for Yuki and and I can sympathize with him. It's when he's like fighting himself. He's fighting I'm not going to call it anxiety, but he's fighting whatever it is that keeps him from like reaching out to others and letting other people in. That. I I can I can understand that. But then we also see that with Kyo. But it's different because people gravitate towards Kyo, but he pushes them away. Mm. Whereas with Yuki, everyone everyone loves him from afar, and mm-hmm. he he accepts that, and he doesn't reach out to them. So it's different. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's an unfortunate place to be in. Like for me as a viewer, because I'm like, I don't want to hate this guy. I just I don't hate him. Well, no, I don't. I, yeah, to be clear, I, I definitely don't hate him. I just like, I, I may, what I should have said is like, I feel like I'm resenting him a little bit just because he's being put in this position where, you know, I get it. He likes Toru. Why wouldn't you? Sure. Uh, he wants that to happen. But for me, I'm like, you're done, pal. Like you don't belong here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just Pack like, your we, shit and go. I'm just like, we need to get you another fine young lady. And uh, I told you last week when we were covering uh, the end of season one, there was that moment with uh, Kaguda as she was leaving the Soma estate. And he, like Yuki had mentioned, like he was like, oh, she's trying. She's doing this. She's doing that. And Kyo doesn't see like this about her and that about her. And I was like, is there something happening between Yuki and Kaguda? I don't know. And then we also had that sort of um, that tease of those two students who were walking up the stairs who were like hiding their faces. And we thought maybe they would be new members of the Soma clan, but it turns out they're not. They're just two regular ass students. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah, was weird. I'm not sure what the fuck is going on with that. But um, but we also get other characters introduced and like we we get a closer look at Akito and who they are and then we meet uh the horse spirit or the horse zodiac Reen. All right guys, a uh, little peek behind the wasteland anime curtain. Mm. We had some technical difficulties, but we're back. We're mid fruits basket. I believe we were talking about Reen, our goth bay, our queen of mean. Uh, the dark princess of horse girls. Here we are. Yeah. So we, yeah, 
yeah, to catch everyone up since uh, we lost a little bit of time there, basically, Dom and I are on the same page about Reen. Basically, we were saying that if you put the two of us in the Fruits mm-hmm. Basket world, we now become, Dom and I become uh, Yuki and Kyo, and we are- Although, you're definitely Yuki. Okay, sure. You know that, right? You know that, right? Uh, sure. Like, even based on, just, like, our our general attitudes- you're definitely the Yuki. You're you're like the little quiet boy. Uh-huh. You're more reserved. I'm more like like action. Just like what's up? Like I'm ready. Like sure. I am aggressive as as Kyo. Okay, is. fair enough. I'm just saying. But so yeah, basically, if you drop us into that world, we're taking over, uh, and we are not vying for Toru. We are vying. No, not for, at all. We are vying for the heart of Rin, the horse girl. Yeah, the black. Yeah, we're pushing. Kyo, or not, we're pushing Toru to the side. We're mushing her face in her dinner that she just made us, and we're we're calling Reen. We're like, "Yo, come over." Right. So that's where we are right now. We are we are vying for her affections. We love her deeply and immensely. Um, there is, I, I want to know so much more about her. And what's the guy that she's into? The uh, is it Taru? What's is that his name? um the cow the ox or whatever his name is yeah let's see he's got yeah he's got like the silver he's also yeah, got the silver white hair. hair yeah um all right i got all the characters up here where the Bring fuck is he where Bring is he where is he yatsuharu yatsuharu yeah right i feel like they call him taru um like everyone's got a nickname yeah I mean, yeah, he's got silver hair and he's got like a choker. Yeah, he's got a choker. He's got a tattoo. He's got ear piercings. That's what like throws me for uh, like all these characters is they're supposed to be like, like what, 14? And this kid, he's already, well, but then that's like the Tokyo manji of it all where Doc and he, uh, I mean, he got a head tattoo when he was like 10. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we really saying here? You know, right, right. <sighs> but either way, uh, we met Akito, who I had alluded to in our previous recording. Uh, but while I was watching uh, with the girlfriend, uh, she, my girlfriend, was saying while we were watching, she was like, "I hate this guy." I was like, "I don't even know that Akito's a guy." Yeah, gr- like I got it, nothing. It made it. Yeah, what seeing more of the Akito character in season two definitely blurred that line a lot more for me. I have no idea, and no, yeah, no one's really said anything. No, about they, it. They don't loud. use any pronouns for Akito. They they refer to Akito by their name, Akito. And yeah, I was trying to like look at the animation style, and I'm like, okay, do. Uh, the female characters have more of a pointed chin because if so, then Akito would be a female character. But no, uh, Yuki also has a pointed chin. So I don't know what to think. I mean, not that it necessarily matters, so to speak, but while watching, I just didn't, I, I didn't know what was going on with Akito. Like, are they in love with Yuki? And if they are in love with Yuki, that's fine. But I, I mean, it come. All right. Spoiler alert. I'm going to spoil the Aki or the Aki toe of it all. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
Agito is essentially their god, which confuses me because I understand that all the Somas, like, they have the Zodiac spirits within them. They can transform and all that shit. But what is, like, does that mean Akito is immortal and they control all of the Zodiac spirits as they are born into this world? Does that mean that Akito, like, their power is passed down as they die? There's so many questions that I have for Akito and. I mean, we're only halfway into season two, so I'm very confused about it. But Kyo sort of alludes to the fact that maybe Akito is playing a bigger game because Akito um, summons Kyo to the Soma estate, which has never really happened before. The cat never gets to partake. It's it's a it's an old school reindeer games type thing. Uh, Akito never. Uh, calls for the cat spirit. But Kyo finally gets to go uh, to the Soma state and has a meeting with Akito. And we find out a couple things. We find out that Akito gave Kyo sort of like, a, like presented a wager to Kyo that said like the cat spirit is destined to always fail. And mm. Kyo bucked against that. And he was like, no, I, I'm in control of my own destiny, yada, yada, yada. And Akito's like, no, you will always lose to the rat. That's just the way it is. And Kyo's like, I won't. And Akito says, well, here's the thing. Um, if you can beat Yuki in um, like a fist fight or whatever in the next year, like before you graduate high school, then you're free. You can live your life. You can, you can join the Zodiac. But if you don't, you're going to be caged up. And here's why I kind of think Akito is everlasting and is immortal is because Kyo's grandfather was caged up. And maybe that's how he found himself in that cage that we saw in season one. Akito maybe gave him the same. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Wager the same. Um, yeah. We'll say wager. Hmm. Gave him the same uh, wager. And he failed. So he had to live the rest of his days in that cage. You know? So, hmm. I don't know. What were your thoughts on the first half of season two? Aside from the reen of it all. Mm -hmm. Like, tuck yeah, your boner in your uh, belt strap right. and just talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess staying on the whole Akito character, I think it definitely... I think it was definitely helpful. It just kind of put a lot more into perspective once Akito was finally kind of came out with it as to like what their plan is ultimately mm -hmm. with the Somas. Cause all in season one, like they were very shrouded in mystery. And I was just like, I don't really know what they're trying to do. But once Akito finally came out and was like, just basically explaining like why they hate, Toru so much you know and it, right it, basically just it all coming down to Akito's goal is to get all the Somas living back in one kind of society again and to not have them so spread out and like Toru Akito is threatened by Toru because Toru is like they see Toru as this like wedge that's kind of like 
keeping the somas more dispersed or whatever, however you want to think about it. Um, but yeah, Akito just wants more of that power trip and to like have them all live under the same. Yeah. But then clan. there is also like Kyo. He, that's something I alluded to earlier where he, he had mentioned, he was like, you met Taru. Like you are this all knowing being. Why would you allow her to make a home in our home? Why would you allow her to exist unless this was your plan all along? Unless you you meant for her to like have this impact on all our lives. And maybe mm-hmm. it was Akito not not thinking that Toru would be this 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 force of good in all of their lives to where they would protect her so much because we see even Momiji like stands up to Akito at one point, the Mm -hmm. sweetest, like nicest little boy in all the Somas. And like, he got his shit rocked. That was one moment that really took me by surprise while I was watching this. Mm -hmm. Is Momiji uh, standing up to Akito and like Akito, like rocking his shit, like blood splatter and all that, like jaw dropped to the floor. But it made me think like, what is Akito's uh, plan? You know, like what, what exactly are they playing at to where they allowed? And if we if we really take the fact that like Akito is God, then they would know what uh, Yuki and Kyo were doing when they were young children, when they were like watching over uh, Toru this entire time. So I don't know. It just makes me wonder like what the long, long, long con of it all is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like Akito's really now that Akito's kind of out here more, like front facing streets. Yeah, Akito's like Omar out in the streets. Telling tell telling I feel like they're t- more like uh ah, Mar- Marlo. Mm. They're more like Marlo. Mm-hmm like an over like an ominence like like an omnipresent like entity not not so much like they're in them streets like omar like but you you feel that vibe and you're like oh shit marlo like you you dare not speak his name or else you'll end up in the hollows you know what i'm saying mm. the vacants right right um but yeah i feel like now that akito's out here front and center more or less like I feel like their whole plan is definitely going to kind of take more of a front seat. I feel like Mm. because that's kind of like an imminent, very threatening plan for all the Somas. If Akito really wants to like get them to abandon all this, everything that they've built outside of, the immediate Soma clan to have them all come under Akito's fucking boot in in their little compound or whatever. And, and certainly Toru's not allowed in there, uh, in that way. So I, I feel like in terms of plot stuff, I mean, I could see like the plot, like this more threatening plot of it all take more of a front seat as it goes forward. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, I mean, this season two is like a full 23 episodes, but I think season three right. is 
uh, like half that. It's like a shorter seat. I think it's like 13 or 15. Can you look that up to be sure? Because I thought it was it was all uh, like 22 to 23 episodes. Yeah, let me check. Please do. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, also there, saw somebody logged into Hulu today. Look at you, boy. I, I had to watch Attack on Titan. Funimation didn't fucking have it up. What? Uh, 13 episodes, season three. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Okay. So. So. Mm. Not a lot of time left to figure this, to figure this shit out. So are we thinking maybe we watch like the rest of season two and then do like a full season three um rap type thing only because yeah, yeah. okay all right like, well, yeah i think that sounds yeah. good all right that's cool um were there any other moments in season two you wanted to touch upon mm. Not necessarily. I mean, okay. I de- I mean, I definitely since we're both all about the uh, Reen. Well, yeah. Reen. But I was just gonna say, uh, definitely. I I really loved all of the uh, moments, uh, like on on the beach, like some of those moments with uh, Kyo and Kyo, Kyo yeah. and Toru building the sandcastles on the beach, and yeah. just I'm loving. Kyo just like he's smiling a lot more when he's with her and like he's being more of a normal yeah. kind of dude and like <laughs> yeah uh so it, it's you love to see it definitely um I'm definitely enjoying the fact that not only is he smiling more and enjoying like everyone being around him he's he's sort of taking a lighter touch to certain people and they're noticing it and they're just like what's going on with you like you're you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Like you're not as aggressive as you used to be. And there's also moments where he's talking to Toru and he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like like did some like did what's his name? Uh Hito. Did Hito say something to like piss you off because you're not being like your normal self. He's being way more um I mean, present is a word, but also he's not as self-involved as he normally would be. You know, he's not all about like that damn rat, like fuck you, Yuki and all Mm -hmm. this other shit. He's he's taking time. He's seeing other people for who they are and what's going on with them. And it's I'm I'm really enjoying it. Right. It's one of the things that like I know I call. um I know I call my dress up darling like horny Mia, but I was hoping that we would see some horny Mia vibes with, um, with Fruits Basket. And I believe we are, especially with like the Uotani, the Uochan of it all, where she's, she's meeting this guy who she has like this repertoire with. And even though he's a little bit older, she's like, Oh, what could it all mean? I mean, he dropped all his stuff just like uh toru does and i don't know it it there it's like the slice of life this friend group and everyone sort of can interconnected in the somas it 
I don't know. It gives me these weird warm and fuzzies to where mm-hmm. when I'm watching it, I'm I'm just very I'm very enthralled with the soma of it all, you know? So yeah, that's definitely. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see how the whole Kyo and Tora of it all shake out, I guess. Um next week we'll just fin we'll finish out uh season two. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how would you feel if I told you I already saw some spoilers? Uh I mean I've seen some spoilers. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But all right. I just I, didn't I, want to be alone in my spoilers. I don't know to like what extent you've seen. I've seen like a small handful of spoilers. Some much bigger than others, but I saw like I mean I I was like YouTubing some shit and I saw like an like an image still of mm. an episode maybe I don't know but it didn't matter I'm just saying okay I'm just saying I saw some shit um so yeah like I was saying earlier before I was so rudely interrupted mm. uh, by you telling me that we hadn't gotten through fruits basket um before we get to the hottest anime this side of the Mississippi. Let's talk about some classics. Let's let's get through the DBZ of it all. The Cell Games. Boom, clock. They are here. The Cell Games. Nathaniel. We are here. Cell. Uh-huh. He's, he's erected not a stadium, but like a platform, as it were. Mm. Um, and the Z fighters, they're ringside. The boy, or the young man, Goku, he is, he's been presented as Cell's like main event. Um, what were your thoughts? Talk, talk, talk to me about the Cell games. As everyone knows, I've been dying to talk about the Cell games all week. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. All right, look. You told me you wanted me to come in here every week. Yeah. Yeah. Do do whatever you got to do. And be honest with you about about Dragon Ball Z. Look. Please. So I've been... I watched watched these episodes. I'm watching the Cell games. I'm seeing it all. I'm absorbing it all. Mm. But I feel like I was realizing something about Dragon Ball Z. And... (laughs) God damn it. Here we go. Here we fucking go. I feel like... I, it's just all right. I, I I've been trying. What to do fig- you realize? I, I, I've been trying realize? to figure out like how to like verbalize this properly, but <sighs> I'm I'm at a point where like you know because you're saying you want me to come in and like where you want me to be critical and all these things, but I feel like it's hard because oh, it's just too good. I got it. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah. That that's yeah that's definitely it yeah it's but too good I, I feel like it's like I could come in here and be like oh this is like this and that yeah. and it's not living up to this but it's like I just feel like at the end of the day it's always going to resort back to like well it's an older anime like what do you want like it's just Facts. like so it's just like it, I feel like it's hard to come in here and like be because so he, here's what I was really thinking about too with it is like when when we're when we watch something that's when we watch a series or like if i'm reading a series that's more contemporary it's uh-huh. like a, i feel like it's a lot easier to like talk about 
the things that aren't working and everything because we just right. are like holding it to a higher standard. But with Dragon Ball, it's just like it's so just old. what what it is yeah. <laughs> and just like old and it's just I like, mean it was made before you even born man this was 89 I, I know I know but so it's like I so what I was actually thinking a lot about was like I was thinking a lot about bleach in that dragon ball is older than Ugh. it's it's older than bleach but bleach the anime at least still feels very dated i would say other than dragon ball bleach the anime feels more dated than anything else we've ever watched okay aside yeah. aside from dragon ball okay and to be fair i wasn't like everyone remembers hopefully uh and if you don't, I was reading the manga. Dom was watching the anime. Dom was very much not super engaged with the anime because of various reasons. Uh, with Mostly uh, the soundtrack and the pacing. Sure. And so, but coming back to the Dragon Ball Z of it all, it's like, so, so while I grant that Bleach... Parts of the manga feel very dated too, but especially the anime, it feels dated, but it's not literally as dated as Dragon Ball Z. But all that said and done, I feel like for me, there, there's still just so much more. Like, I just don't even know really what oh. to latch onto in Dragon Ball Z. Like, I don't. Okay. I, I just like it's for, for all the faults that I think are totally justified with something like Bleach. And I have a lot of those criticisms. It still is like, even though it's this somewhat dated thing. So are you bowing out? Is that I, what I'm hearing? I'm not saying necessarily. I'm just trying to verbalize that I'm at a point where it's like, I don't even know how to talk okay. about Dragon Ball Z. Cause it's just so like, I get like, look, being as respectful as I can. It's like, I'm the, oh, the, please have some reverence. The, Nathaniel. It, I'm just like, I'm looking the cell games. I get it. The I cell see it. Games. I, I just like the, these five episodes. This was one episodes of content like tops, like the, the, the amount, the, the, the fact that this is five episodes. I'm just like, what is going on here? Dude, like, I tried. All right. I, I was doing my I, best. I can't, but it's like, I'm not even faulting you on any of this. Cause it, yeah, I know, I know. I know. And, and that brings me back to the whole start of what I'm trying to say here is like, it's always going to fall back on, Hey, it's a really old series. It's like started it all. Okay. What? So then, I mean, I was trying to give you backstory mainly because like I wanted to watch Dragon Ball super. I love I know. Dragon Ball super and mm -hmm. Dragon Ball super came out a few years ago. Sure. So that's my whole thing is, would you rather we just like fast forward to Dragon Ball Super and like you give it a shot and then you let me know if it's just like not your shit? Mm -hmm. I, I at this point, I feel like we probably should do that. OK, because I, I would be shocked if like because I, and I get that we haven't been watching every single episode. We've been taking right. these like skips, but more or less we've watched around 170 episodes worth of content and i don't know how to, i don't know how to get there with dragon ball z so if we, well i feel like if you just unfortunately i mean unfortunately i thought you're a chad brah like if you're a chad then i mean you get it you know you right. fucking get it but if not then that's fine um okay so you have no notes, nothing 
I mean, nothing. Well, my first note is that, yes, this is 100% one episode's worth of content uh, in these five. Um, Because the only things that happened of consequence was Goku fought Cell, and he got to a point where Goku's like, eh, I can't really do this anymore right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my son step in, and everyone's like, fuck you, Goku. Why would you do that? Yeah, pretty much. And Goku's just, and then Goku's just standing back with this little shit-eating grin, like, it's okay. And, yeah, go- and Gohan no, you're not wrong. and Gohan's just getting the shit kicked out of him, and Goku's like, guys, chill out. That that's what He's happened. That's what happened in five episodes. I, I summed it up. Yeah, you're not wrong. Forever. You're not wrong. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. You're right. No, no. I it's I mean I, I um but I mean Cell Cell's not doing anything for me. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what I'm supposed to feel about Cell. I don't know how the the community the community feels about Cell. They feel aroused mostly. Hmm. No. Um Cell he oh god uh, i mean i guess since we're gonna like fast forward to dragon ball super it's there's no spoilers it's spoiler free zone is that what i'm hearing right now what like do spoiler I, free zone like uh, i'm asking you like do you give a shit i personally i don't know that anything in the dragon ball universe could be spoiled for me okay well Cell is Gohan's first big protagonist. He is the one that, like like I alluded to several times before on the podcast, um, Araki, he, he wanted, or the original thought was that Gohan would take the mantle of Earth's mightiest protector, Earth's savior, from his father, and he would then become, you know, that dude. So this is Gohan's first foray into saving the earth. So Mm. it's essentially that Goku had Piccolo. Mm. Gohan has Cell. So Mm. this is Gohan. Yeah, this is Gohan taking his first steps into saving the universe and saving the world. Um, I mean, at like stakes way higher than Goku ever had to surmount at this age because at the start of dragon ball goku was 14 years old and i believe gohan is only like nine or ten at this Mm. point so that's the whole thing it's that goku is now passing along the torch gohan is earth savior and that's the whole thing we we get to see go we we see goku die once again and gohan like steps into the role that his father had. And that's Hmm. part of the reason why I had you watch the trunks uh, backstory type deal is because this was like the first hint of what Gohan would become before we actually saw what he did become, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, But (sighs) since we don't get to see any of that, Oh my God. I'm kidding. I'm fucking around. All right. Um, So what happens is uh, Gohan, he essentially does the same thing where he begs. Well, not the same thing. The same thing would just be like beating the shit out of uh, Cell. But what he does is he does the Earthling 
Goku Saiyan Gohan thing where he beats the shit out of Cell and then he begs and pleads with Cell to like give up and go away and Cell is like okay I'll do it psych and then Mm. he turns his body into a bomb and is about to like blow up the entire planet and Goku from um what's his name um comp it's it's not comp king king kai from king kai's lookout that we saw this place the little planet where Goku trained the first time he was dead or something where he had that halo on his head and he had to Mm -hmm. chase around that monkey for a long time um from king kai's place he reaches out to gohan and he lends gohan some strength and uh gohan is beaten to shit and battered and all this like he's he's just all fucked up uh he finally uh defeats cell with like the kamehameha to end all kamehamehas and like justice and peace is restored to the universe uh although goku remains dead because as i alluded to before uh the new dragon balls cannot resurrect anyone who has been killed previously and gohan or goku has died already so i forget exactly how it happens but time passes we see gohan go to high school and while in high school gohan uh assumes a secret identity called the great saiya man where he has like the superhero suit and he does like super heroics around his high school and he falls in love with the toughest girl in school who is the daughter of Mr. Satan Hercule yeah okay yeah yeah all right yeah you see what you're missing out on all right I, Gold. I, all of I it. regret Gold. it all and, 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 and let me guess everything you just laid out there took place over like 350 episodes or something something like that i mean yeah so uh no but we get to see gohan in school and it's gohan he's he's a nerd because after he saved the the earth from cell he promised his mother that he would go back to his studies which was a dream of hers and he's like a big old nerd but he can't stop fighting and in order to like fight but still keep his mom happy he he adopts the persona the persona of the great Sandman, and he falls in love with uh mr satan's daughter videl and there's this whole thing and then there's a new um threat that emerges in the world and Mm. there's a new world martial arts tournament Mm. and yeah uh there's also there's also the um introduction of the fusion where fighters can do a special like martial arts technique that fuses their bodies together so we could see goku and vegeta fuse together for gogeta and we get to see um trunks like little kid trunks that's another thing that you miss out in the Mm. years to come little kid trunks grows up and goku comes back somehow and has another son named goten and he's a couple months 
younger or like a year younger than Trunks, and they fuse and they they create uh, Go Tanks. It's a whole thing. Uh, All right. <laughs> what Nathaniel? No, Jesus it's fucking great. Christ. It's great. Ah, oh, shut up. All right. Either way, uh, there's this new threat called Majin Buu. I'm sure you've seen him. He's this big, fat, pink motherfucker mm-hmm. with like an antenna on his head. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's where Super Saiyan 3 comes into play. There's a new Super Saiyan thing. It's Super Saiyan 3. I've been sick. I've been sick of Super Saiyan 2, so I'm glad the, Have th- you? the third one came out. Have you been sick of Super Saiyan 2? Honestly, I didn't really even know there was a Super Saiyan 2. I'm just like... I told you there was Super I'm Saiyan just here for whatever. All right. Well, wait till we get to Super Saiyan Blue, bitch. Either way. Point is, mm-hmm. um, they defeat Majin Buu, but in a roundabout way where Goku, um, he sort of reasons with Majin Buu and gets Majin Buu to, like, kill himself. But even though he kills himself, he's then resurrected as a child named Oob and like Oob and Goku go on like this cross country or cross universe journey. And that like dives into the whole Dragon Ball GT of it all. But Dragon Ball GT isn't canon. So that's a whole nother thing. Mm. Uh, But yeah, that's that's where it ends until we hit Dragon Ball Super. And Dragon Ball Super is a whole nother thing, so I digress. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that I mean, I just gave you a fucking rundown, man. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I, I appreciate Piece it. Of shit. God damn it. You could have done that with me for JoJo's and maybe things would have been different. Oh my god. I'm kidding. Oh my you're so <sighs> All right. Um well, I appreciate the summary. Everyone out there, that's the best goddamn summary on Dragon Ball Z you're going to get anywhere on the internet. I'm going to send you a little video just so you have like okay. reference. Okay, sure. Um, well, I, 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 I appreciate that. I, I'm sorry that I couldn't do it. Nah, it's fine. It's um, fine. It, it's not for the weak of heart. I understand. Right, right. Um. So I guess that only leaves the main uh, mm. the main event here for last. Yeah, um, yeah. So of course we're talking about Attack on Titan finally after. Yeah, get into that news. So we got to talk about the news, people. Uh, we got to talk about the news. So as everyone should fucking remember, for weeks mm, mm, and mm. years and months, every week that we talk about attack on titan season four part two <laughs> i am doing the math in you're my, doing the calculations i'm doing i'm running the numbers here uh nathaniel's had a bunsen burner going over every week yeah over in my laboratory and i'm telling you all out there every week sounding the alarms that they're uh, i don't know guys that's basically <sighs> what you've been saying every week it's yeah oh guys i don't know about this yeah i turn into fucking morty Uh, every week um but yeah like i'm doing the calculations it seems like every week attack on titan is like one to one doing chapters i was saying that like so i mean the the first issue was that for weeks we couldn't even get a straight answer as to what the final 
episode was going to be in this run. True. Like True. it was only until like a few days ago where people were like, or maybe like last week or something, it, it sort of came out that it was more or less people were saying like the episode that's coming out on April 3rd, that's going to be the final one. And people are like, what do you mean the final one? Is this the finale? Is there a movie? Is there uh, more like what is going on? And so this morning, we finally got the news that uh, uh, Attack uh. on Titan final season part three <laughs> will finish the anime series next year. Uh, and that's pretty much the story. I mean, I, I have the, a, a story here from a website, but it's doesn't really say anything more than I could just tell you is that there and this is the thing that i don't understand like this is bungled to me at this point like i i think this is a terrible decision not because i think it should be a movie or whatever but like i i like i do the math every week essentially season four part three tops is going to be 10 episodes most likely nine so i don't understand the math here like when when you well how many have they done so far I think so. Like for season four, part two. So, so far, I think 28. For season four, part two. Uh, no, total for season for part one and two. So, okay. So that's 14 and 14. So if you, it's just, if you take the 28 plus maybe nine more and divide that by two, like you're getting two, basically two full seasons. So mm. at, at this point, I see absolutely no reason at all why it shouldn't have been season four and season five, the final season, because now we're getting to a point where we're just leaving things at an arbitrary point and we're going to have to wait a year for the final nine episodes. Yeah. And by the, by the time we finally get those like last nine, I might have Alzheimer's and not remember the spoiler that I saw via Twitter. With the gummy bears. Mm. So no one's going to get that payoff. That's true. You got to write it on a little piece of paper and put it under your pillow or something. Oh, I ain't got time for that. True. Um, In this economy? Oof. But I think, I don't know. If I was an anime only person, I'd be incredibly frustrated just because they've been marketing this thing as the final season they marketed it as the final season initially before I knew there was going to be a part two I, I know. as an anime only person. Yeah. I can't say that I'm frustrated because I'm still not seeing anything. I haven't like, it's not as if I was promised. This is the end at all. Yeah. They didn't say like part two is it. Well, and that's, well, that's, I mean, I, I, I'm, I mean, that's good to hear that you, are fine with I, it, but I'm, I'm I'm reasonable as a weeb. I feel like I'm very reasonable because mm. part one, I didn't know that like as part one was coming to a close and we got that part one ending and they said part two will commence uh, in like winter of 2022. Mm. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucked. Ah! I didn't know that they were going to like break it up into parts. But as we're watching part two and you're telling me there's no way that they can fit it all into uh, a season like this short amount, I'm just I'm I was preparing myself. Well, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. OK, I, all right. I yeah. And I mean, that's fair. And, but 
at the same time, if I'm just looking at it critically, it's like, like I, there's, there's no skin off my back necessarily. Cause like I have the manga I've already, I, it, it, mm. it's, I'm not in the same position as, uh, anime only people, but it's just like, for me, it's like, just, I, I can't understand the business decision or whatever the marketing decision to be like clicks, baby. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Season four, the final season, but except there's going to be three parts that are just three mini seasons. Like it just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it was like a good move, like at all. I don't understand it. Um, but but not that's why you're not in Hollyweird. But um, you you know, not everyone is like you, Dom. Not everyone watches Mm -hmm. with someone who's warning them every week. Good point. Um, not a, not everyone is as a, uh, as evolved as I am. You know, I, like yeah, I've I've been here before. Baby. Sure, I just have a hard time believing that they didn't know this for a long time. Oh sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. And I I just think like there's no reason to not prepare. I feel people. No, I feel like the reason why you don't prepare people for this is because then you have people spoiling spoiling the anime via manga you know they're like oh it's gonna be years until like you see the final clips of like what what happens here here's here's how it shakes out and they're doing this back in spring of 2021 you know they're showing you everything that happened back then and I'm I'm thankful that they didn't because even though I got those those gummy bear spoilers they're still like I didn't know, and we haven't even gotten into the actual episode. But watching this episode, I didn't know what was going on at first. I thought I was like, "Yo, is this like a flash forward? Is this a flashback? Is like, is this some sort of uh, fever dream?" I don't. I didn't know what was happening. Um, so, what? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say my girlfriend was quite confused too. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. I mean, so that's the news part of it. I don't, I guess I don't really have anything too much more to say. So, I mean, we can get into the the actual episode if you want. (laughs) So, all right. So here's the thing. And I think that this speaks to the confusion you felt and maybe the confusion my girlfriend felt, uh, because we finally caught up my girlfriend and I, so we're, so we were able to, we were able to watch this one together, which was cool. But so, uh, if you remember Dom and if, listeners remember i have been saying for quite a number of weeks that there was a scene that Mm. they did not animate Ah. and i was and this was it huh not the the first half of this episode was the thing that they didn't animate a while ago the scouts in marley yeah so essentially this was supposed to happen in the manga right after the rumbling was activated we got this flashback. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. it essentially, got it. so you know how in this episode we get to a point where Mikasa is like on the ship in the present day. And she's like, if I had given him a yeah, different answer. Yeah. yeah. So what, like what could have been? Yeah. So essentially in the manga, we get to the end of the, that part of the flashback and Mikasa's voiceover is like, if I had given him a different answer, would everything be different now? And it's a huge splash of like the walls crumbling and like oh. Aaron taking off after the rumbling has been initiated. So 
Yeah, they essentially just took that and fused it with the actual next piece of the chapter, which was the second half of this episode. So they took okay. they took two flashbacks and just like merged them into one, which I guess I get that choice, but it was I, I it wasn't confusing to me, but I, I get where the confusion would be just because Definitely. just because like they're on a boat in the present day and then you're flashing back yes. to them on a boat. Yeah. Like it when when watching it, I was like, who is this brown haired? Especially because I'm watching with subs and I haven't always watched with subs. So I'm not entirely familiar with the like cadence and voices of uh, the original um, like voice actors. I was just like, is this is this Gabby like years, years later? Like, who is this person? <laughs> yeah. And then it like when. Because they didn't address the person, the brown haired girl by name at any point. And when it's finally uh, shown to be Sasha because she's like spazzing out over food, I was like, oh, shit. OK, like, so wait, is this a dream sequence instead of like a flash forward and then we come to find out that it's not a dream sequence it's not a flash forward it's a flash back it's it's everyone um like sneaking onto the island of marley before anything went down yeah. and yeah that uh, yeah it it good shit yeah i mean it definitely I mean, I, I, I get, yeah, the confusion makes more sense to me now. I, I was definitely surprised at first when I was watching it with my girlfriend and she was, because what she said, because I didn't realize there was an issue for her at all until it showed Levi and she was like, yeah, and, and he was completely healed. Yeah, and, and I was like, so and, how much time has passed? Yeah, and my girlfriend was like, he recovered quickly. And I paused it. And I was like, are you joking? And she's like, no. And I'm like, wait, what? I was like, Aaron is standing there with them. And Sasha's standing that, there. Yeah. And she, but and she. <laughs> it's not like, okay, a brown haired I was ex- girl. I was expecting it though. I get it. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's, ugh. but, but yeah, I that's mean, the thing. Aaron being there, it just, it, it just made it seem like this was, I don't know, a dream sequence because right. it starts with Mikasa saying like, oh, was Aaron always like this? Even when he was a kid, like did, did, did we know like, and all these questions she had like of herself in that moment. And then Aaron being there, I thought it was like a dream yeah. a flash forward of some sort. And I don't, I don't know what I thought, but yeah. It it wasn't exactly uh, clear to me. Yeah, and I I think I think I, like again I I get why they condense this, just jumbling all the flashbacks into one episode. But I definitely think it's a lot easier to like track it as a flashback with its placement earlier on. But I get it, I guess. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're essentially getting Mikasa kind of like reflecting on if this was always destined to happen this way or if there's anything she could have done or anything right. anyone could have done. 
uh, and that and it, yeah, it's very much segmented into like the first half and the second half. And so yeah, the first half we just get all this extra kind of like context of them first arriving at Marley and like what they were there to do, and how Aaron is kind of like, um very aloof and sort of like wandering off all the time and yeah and and none of them know that he knows what he knows uh so everyone's just kind of like you know he's off in his own little kind of like mind mind prison where he's like i already know what needs to be done and i'm just sort of like waiting (laughs) just like waiting around (laughs) for it uh but yeah, I mean, definitely the big, I mean, the big, the big, big moment that has Mikasa really hung up is, um, you know, there's this whole thing with this, um, this young thief boy, uh, and that, yeah. and, and they kind of, he's kind of around, uh, through the whole episode and, and Aaron kind of like follows him at one point and Mikasa and, and, you know, Mikasa and Aaron have this like moment where, and there's other characters kind of alluding to this too later. Like we see this flashback with Zeke where he's talking about Mikasa. It's basically just addressing Mikasa and Aaron's relationship, like what it actually yeah, their is. their connection. Yeah. Their connection, because obviously we know we have the infamous scene that happened earlier this right, season right, where right. he's the like- Ackerman thing. Yeah, where he's like, Mikasa, you get these headaches. It's all because of this Ackerman thing. You only give a shit about me because- um, I'm the host or some shit like yeah because like I imprinted on you yeah because like you're this is just what the Ackermans do um and and now we have this extra context to that scene with this scene with Zeke telling Aaron well yeah yeah yeah. was Zeke telling Aaron that yeah I mean the context from Zeke but just the fact that there was this moment that we didn't know ever happened between Mikasa and Aaron where, you know, she, where she, where he straight up asks her and he's like, look, I just, I I need to know like, why? Like, what is this all this years? Like you see the kind of person I am. Like why, why, why do you keep fighting for me? Yeah. And you know, he puts it pretty explicitly. Like, am I something more or am I just family? And Mm. Mikasa says family, and now she's kind of like living with that question of like, could I have stopped this? Right. If I told him maybe that how he was I something more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe how I really felt, and that I do truly, you know, care about him and love him and see him as more than just family. But so Mikasa's like weighing that guilt i mean for is there anything else in this kind of like first half in this like flashback i mean it was very it it was very it, it was very you know we're like in the present day we're like marching towards this like horrible kind of yeah. thing and we're seeing this like we get this little sequence of them like breaking bread together and like right experiencing this other culture together and like having this night which is basically like their final night all together before aaron changes history yeah no i mean more than anything i just enjoyed watching the scouts like 
be themselves like one last time and they were all together with Sasha and Hanji and Levi and watching Sasha like lose her shit over ice cream and be like yo you guys have to fucking try this shit and everyone's like Sasha calm down and they all like Jean tries it and he's like I need more and he's telling uh, Mikasa about it and Mikasa she blushes and she's like Aaron you need to try this and Aaron's just like beyond himself Mm-hmm. he's he's just thinking like 30 steps ahead like ice cream means nothing all i want is genocide that's all i have blood on my lips it's mm-hmm. i don't know just watching connie and watching aaron go back and have these conversations with historia uh on her farm and it it all makes me like one well if we didn't get this news of like what was actually coming where where they said uh like we're gonna get a third part for season four i'd be like yo what the fuck because i've been wondering about historia and then historia popped up not too long ago and now she's here again and i'm just like this is too much man like you're doing too much for this final season, like streamline it. But knowing that it's got another part to it, knowing that there's like nine or 10 more episodes to come. I'm not upset anymore. Like I'm, I'm more or less here for it. Like when this finally plays out, it's going to be, it's going to be like the best season of anime period. I feel like people won't necessarily be upset about the gaps because of the finished product, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> mm. um, oh. I, I, I don't, I, Oof. I don't know how, it's, tell me more. I, I don't know how it's all going to shake out because I mean, okay. I know, it's, I know, it's, I know because of like what the ending is like, and I yeah, don't know well, what the ending is, but it's yeah. very divisive, but either way, sure. I am I, not, like I said, I'm not one of those people who gets upset over that type of shit. I'm, I'm here for the journey, you know, sure. I'm yeah. here for, I, yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think that's the case for you. And I, I hope that that turns out to be true. And it's definitely, I think people hopefully get without me being explicit, know where I stand on mm. that whole side of things. Like, um, but you know, it's, I mean, it, it's funny cause I, I, I sent you this, um, right. I say, I sent you this video earlier and you weren't able to see it before we started, but it's just funny, like a funny thing to bring up where, I mean, there are people right now who basically this video that I sent you was some dude. And he was basically saying like, look, I understand that from like that these episodes, these recent episodes, ever, basically ever since the rumbling started, he's like, look, I get that they're, Oh, quote, he was like you. He was like doing his calculations. No, no, no. Basically what he said was, I get that people, I get, I get that these episodes are quote unquote good. I get that the quality is there, but these are the villains we're following right now. These are the villains of the story. I don't give a shit about Armin. I don't give a shit about Annie. And, and, and and basically (laughs) to, to him, and not even not even uh, or not even Reiner and Andy and the Marley people like he's basically saying like to him it's Aaron or nothing yeah he's basically saying to him 
uh, everyone involved with this little team here, like including Mikasa, including Armin, Oof. they they are the villains now because they are going up against, against Aaron. Aaron. And everyone in the comments is like, yeah, totally. I totally feel you. <sighs> so there's already people that can't even, like the message of the show is not penetrating their skulls. Like everything the show, everything the series does to kind of try and portray uh, an open-mindedness to the way good and bad even works like is just not getting through to yeah, some people maybe there are shades of gray man like um shit changes depending on your outlook like it can't it it can't always be like i'm right and you're wrong and that's how it is I mean, to go back to the slap at all, Nathaniel. Um, oh, sure. I, 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 I love going back to the slap. <laughs> I was kidding. But it, I mean, it sort of works where last week we were talking on our other podcast and you're just like, you were vehemently on one side. I was vehemently on another. Um, that's I mean, it. I was listening to a podcast and these are three guys that I've been listening to for the better part of like. 10, 10 years, maybe almost like 13, 14 years, but they were all on your side with the slap. And As I was like, huh. ah, fuck off. <laughs> and I was like, huh, okay. I mean, that's, that's not what I, I mean, I would have assumed only because like they're in the entertainment world and uh, a couple of them are in uh, stand up comedy and all that shit. So I'm like, okay, fine. That's cool. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like where people grew up, where like how you're raised or what. But on my timeline, I'm seeing a lot of people being like, you talk shit, you get hit. That type of thing. Uh -huh. Hey, It rhymes. So it works. I don't know what to tell you, Nathaniel. <laughs> right, all right. I'm saying, all I'm saying is like, I, I very, very much like I saw that and I was like, yeah. That makes sense to me. And uh -huh. I don't know. I don't know. It with the Aaron of it all, I have been a staunch proponent of like a Jaegerist. This most of our most of our season yeah. for season four. I'm like, yo, I feel it. But I can also see the Mikasa, the Armin, the Jean of it all, where genocide is completely different. Like where where Aaron decided that he was gonna wipe everyone out, like he decided that he was going to wipe everyone out long before I thought that was a good idea. Like chronologically, mm -hmm. because we're seeing a flashback. So once I saw that Aaron was like, oh, yeah, we're going to wipe everyone out. I thought he was pushed to his brink. But no, this was long before that. He he was watching that or not the play, but the speech or whatever. And he was like, hmm, got it. I know what I need to do. And he like got up and he walked out and he had already had the plan in mind. And he went to Historia and he was like, I got to kill them all. I know what I got to do. Yeah. I know well, what I'm about. I mean, we also have to know that at this point we, yes. we know that he, know, he can see the future. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And that's another thing is that not only can he see the past, like he can see his father's, thoughts he can see everyone who's ever inhabited the attack titan and all that shit but he knows what's to come so you're telling me knowing what's to come 
this man decides genocide is the best solution and people are like no he's wrong i'm like well he can see the future hear him out but but he's also doesn't he have like the king's influence or is that like not a thing because he's the attack titan am i misremembering uh, that yeah, from my understanding, the Attack Titan is like the one Titan that's immune Who's to like the, free. the King's okay. influence. Yeah. Well, but, then in that case, I'm on everyone else's side. Yeah. So, but the 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 thing that I think a lot of people don't realize, or maybe just don't think about it in this way, uh, is that it's not so much. And I'm I'm not going to get into this too much because I think it's there's too there's too much to get into with it now and right. i think it'll be a better conversation for later on but okay essentially I, I think people need to start wrapping their heads around like what uh it's like the the series i, I think attack on titan is very focused on exploring like what free violence like, means and free will and uh, well genocide def- D- definitely that, but more specifically, the free will and the determinism of it all. Mm. And, and I think in this episode, we get some very key lines of dialogue that kind of really, I think, want people to hear and like think about. And I have a couple. Up, I have one in front oh, of me throw here. Throw at me, boy. So it, it something that Aaron says to himself when he's for in the second half of this episode when he's first like kind of ruminating on all these memories. He says, uh, I wonder where it all started back there. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter where. And here's the thing I want everyone to think about. Even if all of this was set in stone from the start, or even if all of this was what I wanted, everything still had, but, but those, those two parts, like, like a spoiler, man, he says it here. Yeah, I know, but that's also a spoiler because you pointed it out. But it's just like, because what you said was interesting to me where you're saying, well, Aaron can see the future, so obviously he knows what's right. But I think, I don't know that that's the right, or or that that's like, since he can see the future, that that's the best Mm. scenario when I think that, you know, because we see his attitude when they land in Marley where he basically knows what's going to happen. So I I think the choice of like, whether he has a choice should kind of be called into question at at all, you know, because if he's seeing what's destined, can he, does he really have a choice in, in changing that? These are just the things that I think at right at this point the series is really trying to make people think about. Huh. Um and, and and we got a lot of that kind of like talk in this episode specifically. Okay. So tell me, what did you think of this final episode of season four part B? <sighs> um well I think that you know they they didn't they didn't they really didn't change anything outside of 
what's happening in the manga, except for the fact that they kind of mash these two things into one, which I think mostly work. But um, I think there were certain things here that made... There were things here that were more clear to me than they were in the manga, okay. I think. Um, especially with all, all his flashbacks, like when it keeps jumping, like it's jumping oh, between yeah. him talking to Flock. It jumps between him talking yes! to... Yes! The his, Flock of it all. I forgot about that. Historia. Like some of that was a little confusing. Uh, I was almost about to be like, all right, Flock, you're a double agent. But then no, he's not. He's a piece of shit. He's uh Ten toes to the ground, Jaegeris. Yeah, we ba- but- yeah, we basically like he hears from Yelena of Yelena being like, Aaron, look, like, sorry, you huh. gotta go along with Zeke. He's got the yeah. utilization plan, you just gotta do it. And Aaron's like, Okay, sure. Yeah. And and then like literally Bad. five minutes later, he's like, Hey, flock. So flock. Th- that yeah. was that was all that's all bullshit. That was all bullshit. I'm gonna kill everyone. So uh just you pre- need to like play along. Just pretend to go along with it. And yeah. I mean, that's a lot to just say to someone and hope that they're yeah. gonna like go along with you. I mean, to Historia's credit, she did not <laughs> was not on board, but there's really nothing she can do. And Aaron's just like, look, I'll wipe your mind, like I'll wipe yeah, your memory if, if you want. Like if if that, I'll 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 take it all away. Yeah, if if that helps at all, uh I'll I'll just wipe your memory. But um yeah, I mean, so how did you feel about? I mean, you kind of said it earlier, but how? I mean, how did you feel about uh, Historia popping back? It's been quite Man, quite a long yeah, time. I was very surprised. I was not expecting that at all. And then when she finally did pop up, I was just like, "What does this mean?" Um, at this point, I had figured out that these were flashbacks, and I was just assuming like. Yo, does this mean like she's a part of it all? And we come to find out that no, she's not a part of it all. And I was like, damn, Astoria, that's 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 my girl. Like, I really didn't give a shit about Astoria, like back in season two and three, when she was dealing with the entire like uh Rice family plot. But now that we're seeing her and she's like standing in her truth. And she's telling Aaron, like, I won't go along with it. Like, they they want me to get pregnant and do all these things. And he's like, yeah, I don't want anyone to have to, like, eat their children or to for their children to eat their parents, blah, blah, blah. And his story is like, I'm not going to go along with this, Aaron. And he simply says, like, I mean, I can make you forget. It's not even that big of a deal. Like mm-hmm. you say the word, it. Ah, she's a tragic figure because she has such a she has such a gigantic plot, but also like a minuscule plot. Because depending on who has the crown, she has no power whatsoever. She either has all the power or none of the power. You know, right. That's where I was. Yeah. At. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, oh man. I, I'm just like, I'm remembering now, like in the, oh, boy. in the months leading up to the end, oh, boy. the fuck, the fucking theories that people had, like there were some wild ass theories that people were like so desperate to be true. Uh, 
well just like talking I mean, talking about his story just like talking about his story brought up these theories <sighs> that people were having they were maybe to- Aaron totally will wrong. be born again like maybe he fucks historia and he puts himself inside her as a vessel for the new attack titan mm. and even though he dies like he will be like reincarnated and then this story starts anew i don't know all i'm saying so. is yeah i don't know what's gonna happen i'm here for it um as i told you i can't talk to anyone about this because you've read the manga my nephew who is 12 years old has read the manga um so i got nothing right now i'm just sitting over here watching the anime like i would love to text him and be like yo you watch new attack on titan and he'll throw some spoilers at me probably he'll just be like or no he, he won't he'll 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 just say, yeah, I read it. I read it like a year and a half ago, uncle. Like, been there, done that. Yeah. What am I going to do with that? I don't know. Um, I did. I thought it was weird. Like, when I when I was reading, I, I was just thinking about in this in this one article uh, I was reading about um, the, just like the news that we talked about, about the part three. There's mm-hmm. there's no evidence for this whatsoever, but the article was just like at one point like, so yeah, it's it's gonna get uh, wrapped up in a third uh, part three in 2023. Uh, the ending was controversial, so Mappa's probably gonna change it. And I'm just like, what? Oh, <laughs> I was like, based on really what? based on what? Like you just think it will change? Like what are you what are you talking about? And this wasn't some like podunk website i mean this is like a, oh. a bigger website saying that so i i don't even know i yeah i i'm i don't know that mappa would do that at this point but well, we'll you never know we'll see I, I think it would be the the one thing i'll say is i think because as far as i know in the manga translations i think it's all fan translated i don't know that i've seen an official oh really translation for the final chapters so at the very <laughs> so wait a minute wait a minute wait, wait, wait. Hmm. you've read the manga yeah but the manga you have read is all fan translated well 98 percent of all the manga i read especially stuff that's week to week okay. is, is fan okay. translated okay. okay but i mean that there's... was just me like not understanding the whole like manga yeah update. that's that's, yeah. that's okay. basically how they come out in until they get official releases in the West, but I mean, okay. To be fair, these are like they have like actual like they are quote unquote not hired by they're not like official hired by the uh, the team like the official publishers or whatever. But but I they just ha- thought it was yeah I but, thought it was gonna be like you telling me like oh and then Aaron he gets a Ferrari. And he like drives no, off just, to the sunset. Just the trans, just the the words, just the translations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the I know words. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But He's but like, they but they have like yeah. te- like teams of people who do it. It's just not official. But okay. But but at the same time, I will say that even though these people know how to speak the language and translate mm. it, uh, I, I there are like things that I think could be made like state like certain 
things in the final chapters could be mm. said in a different reinterpreted like, reinterpreted or translated into a way that i think would be less inflammatory for people but okay um that's like the one thing i'll say uh, to 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 a change that mappa could make that i think might be for the better but um yeah but uh, i mean other than that like i mean so you know, at the end of Aaron's whole little string of memories, he says, uh, I've got four more years to live at most. At best. At best. What would you think about me uh, having a child? Or that, or that's a historian? Or, yeah. But anyway. Historian said that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Aaron says, uh, their lives will continue even after I die. I want them to. Uh, and then he says, I want for them to live long, happy lives. So he does want the best for his friends. Yeah, no, he wants that's uh, he wants so much for everyone that he loves to like live on. And that's part of what I was saying uh, earlier, not earlier in this episode, but like episodes ago where we were wondering the motivation behind Aaron and his entire like plot where he was he was talking shit to Mikasa and like beating up Armin and all this shit. And they were like, no, that's not the true Aaron and all this other stuff. Um, he wants so much for his friends to like live a better life. And then it's, I believe in that moment, it's cut like right after that. It's him saying like, I'll wipe out everyone. Yeah. Well, we, we get this scene of like this fleet, like the global allied yeah. fleet showing up and the rumbling is finally hitting the first shores yeah. Uh, after their trek away from the island, and we see fucking colossal titans just doggy paddling <laughs> yeah, through the fucking they're water. Swimming. And here's the thing: I uh, I don't know why, but I thought they were going to be walking across the entire ocean. I thought yeah. they were so big that they could reach. Uh, yeah. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I, I thought that, but yeah, I didn't know that they could swim. So seeing them swim and then all the bombs hitting them, I was like, oh shit, it's working. And then other other colossals like swooping through the bombs in the ocean i was like okay i guess they're like dolphins now how do they know how to swim i don't know but either way uh yeah i mean the the size thing is weird there like because then at the end we see them standing and they look way bigger than they just were sure in the water so that that's like a weird thing but yeah i mean essentially we see them storming uh the streets uh, of Marley and them declaring it's the attack Titan. And then that's, mm -hmm. that's when Aaron's like, so the attack Titan, it's, it's all bones. Like it's all bones and a head. Like what's up? Yeah. I mean, it's essentially this like giant skeletal bone, like walking. Mm. Uh, thing and then mm, you you mm, see like mm. an actual humanoid skeleton kind, kind of, of propped up I just at the thought front. That was like a colossal. No, I mean it's. I mean All you right. you see the head like Aaron's. Kind I mean of, I saw a head. Okay, I mean it's 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 Aaron's head. It's the attack tide. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, that's when he says everyone on this earth or everyone that's on this earth. Uh, yeah, I'm going to kill them all. Mm, mm, um. Mm. And then Aaron stops walking them for an entire year. 
and then he'll they'll start walking again next year in 2023. Yeah, he puts him on hiatus, so he lets like all his enemies like gather and regroup and do all that shit. So ah, we'll be back in 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, mm, mm. I mean, at least we know it's not going to be a movie. Yeah, as you were guessing. Well, I, 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 at this point, like once it was confirmed that like this episode. Oh, you mean this morning when it was confirmed? Well, no, like a week or so ago when they confirmed that this Sunday would be the final the one. At yeah. that point, I was like, it can't be a movie because they can't fit all those episodes. They, they can't fit all that content into one single movie. You don't think so? Nine, epi- nine or ten episodes worth into a single movie? I mean, I don't think so. Demon Slayer got six episodes into a movie. Mm, well, that's six episodes. Yeah. Well, what's three more? You know, you, you hack, you slash that. Look, all I'm saying is it can be done. Um, be that as it may. Do you have anything else to say about uh, AOT? Uh, I don't think so. Unless you do. I mean, this was no. uh, this might be our longest episode yet. Dude. So fucking long. Um, be that as it may. Mm. This has been Wasteland, an anime pod. Next week, we will be covering uh, the final half of season two, Fruits Basket. Mm. Um, I'm going to look for something else to watch on top of, you know, Fruits Basket. Mm. Because, dude, AOT is gone. I know. Uh, you put the kibosh on DBZ. Oh, maybe we'll... St- no. Hey, you put the kibosh. Okay, you put fair the kibosh on I, If sure, I mean maybe we can dig into Dragon Ball Super, and you can let me know what you think about that. All right. Um, but yeah, you put the kibosh on that. Uh, Demon Slayer's gone. Uh, I don't know. There's not much else going on right now. Uh, so yeah, guys, this is Wasteland and Anime Pod. Uh, please like and subscribe, rate and review iTunes, Spotify. All that shit. Let uh, us know what you think. What? What are you going to say? Really quick. Wait, three. Uh, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, we might as well, but I think if what? I'm next Saturday, Spy Family, the anime is going to debuts. Air. I think next week, next Saturday, I think April 9th. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's only one episode though. I, I know, but I'm just saying might as well. <laughs> All right, one episode we will cover Spy Family. Uh, one of our followers on Twitter, he recently uh, dropped like that he was watching it, and he was like, "Yo, I love this anime, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yo, Nathaniel just referenced that on the podcast not so long ago." So people are out there; they're talking about it. Wait, he's, he's reading the manga? Yeah, he's reading okay. the manga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, guys, once again, this has been Wasteland Anime Pod. Thank you very much for listening. We are out of here. Goodbye.